Corpa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three day shipping over 75 bucks. So damn easy to see why Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the premier shopping destination for all of us crazies out there that want to get some parts or stuff for their dirt bikes, accessories, gear. You know what I just said. So, hey, go to keyforinktesting.com, click on the RMATVMC widget, and then continue to live your life and do your shopping over there. What that does is helps us on the back end, gives us a little slice of what you're purchasing, and makes my wife happy over here in the house just because I can get a little bit of a, just a little bit, just a titch more on the paycheck because God knows she wants it. Trust me. Don't say anything now. Don't say anything, Heather. But, as you know, Heather's here. But, so go there, keyforinktesting.com. Click on the RMATVMC widget, and we thank you for doing that. That helps us out. For those of you who have been doing it, I've been noticing, I say this every freaking podcast, I have a little dashboard that I can look at, and you guys have been doing that, and thank you very much. It's working. They see it. Hopefully, that gives us a discount code maybe for 2021. You never know. So, let's keep it rolling. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. And, of course, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Guess what? 2021 gear is out. I wore it at Loretta Lynn's. The new light pant. It's not light hydrogen anymore. They took the hydrogen name out. The light pant and jersey. That's right. Jersey as well. Lighter jersey, lighter pant, literally just under one pound. That is what the pant weighs. It's hot as balls in Tennessee. It's humid. And I was loving life in my new light gear. So was Aiden. Looks very good. Clean colors. It's not all jacked up looking. Trust me. Go check them out. Flyracing.com. And also, didn't know that, the BOA is in the front of the pant, of the light pant now. Not in the back. The Evo still has the BOA on the back of the pant. But now the BOA reel is in the front. No zipper. Little slip on of life. That's right. Slip on of life, just like your gym shorts. You're laughing because you like that, Heather. <laughs> anyway, so go check them out, flyracing.com. And, of course, Racetech, the choice of suspension for Aiden Kiefer at Loretta Lens. It would have been my choice as well if I had a little bit more time to test, but I didn't. But Aiden chose Racetech. Racetech.com. Go get your suspension and engine services done. They do great work. Chris Riesenberg, Rob over there, Andrew. Those three guys right there are solid human beings, and they make badass products. If you haven't checked out our RMZ250 blue-collar build, do yourself a favor and click on that story on my website, and they're going to talk to you. Actually, I should say Colton Ack will talk to you about what Racetech did to the RMZ250 engine and why he enjoys riding that bike so much. No hate comms on the Suzuki now. 
That's right, because Andrew hooked it up. Racetech.com, engine suspension services, ride faster, be more comfortable, Racetech.com. That was great. That wasn't even scripted. That was great. That, that was, was a great. That read. was really good. That's Heather. That's my wife, everybody. Hi, we are everyone. here to talk about Loretta's. Let's see you're loud. Oh, sorry. This is what this is what happens. This is, this is what happens. I get emails from people saying Heather is screaming in my microphone. You sound normal. I'm not screaming. Well, now you're too low. Oh, uh, okay. Is this good? That's that's fine. That's perfect. So anyway, if you guys are I apologize blown out of your speakers because Heather, that, I mean her her volumes are set. Like I don't know what else to do. Like unless I have another producer just doing volumes on you all day. I can't do it. I'm sorry. So she might get loud in this podcast. We're going to hear. We're going to hear. Oh we're going to talk about our Loretta Lens experience. So this is like a, a mashup. How happy are you to be home right now? I'm very happy. The driving is, we're going to talk about all of this, Ugh. but I'm over driving. I'm over it. People are like, hey, you're going to come back next year? Like, let me get home first. I need to get home. Yeah, Aiden's already got his year planned out. Well, Aiden can literally suck it right now because we need to be <laughs> home for a little bit. So <laughs> we are back from Loretta Lens. We're going to talk about our experience, the money, the motorcycles, how we got there. The whole damn thing. So this is a mashup of the normal show that I like to call the Rocky Mountain Show that you don't even know what the fuck. What is the show called, Heather? The Rocky Mountain com Key for Tested Podcast. Presented by? Fly Racing. And? Racetech. Oh, well. Well, we did some microphone checks before this, and she didn't know. She's like, uh, uh, uh. It's a lot of words. What, what, what show is this? Are we doing coffee with the Kiefers? Or? Well, that's usually what you bring me in for is coffee with the Kiefers. I don't ever So this is a mashup. This is a little bit of coffee with the Kiefers. We're going to talk about our experiences. Mm-hmm. You're going to probably bark at something at some point in this podcast. Where I'm going to talk about the motorcycles, and let's really hone in on those and why we chose those, what we did to each motorcycle. I, I, I want you to know that yesterday on the drive home, Mom and I sat and added up our total. Of the money? Yes. Perfect, because we're going to talk about that. Yes. I'm glad. We drove separate on the way home. Yep. We're talking about, a little bit about that. But this is just everything Loretta Lynn's experience. I did a podcast on the way home yesterday from from Loretta Lynn's with Steve Mathis. It'll be a Racer X pod. You guys could check that out. That's more about the race itself, the amateurs, the up-and-comers, a little bit about my experience and a little bit about Aiden. But I wanted- did Steve know about any of like the up-and-comers? I mean, besides uh, he like- Actually, honestly, fairy? here's the thing with Steve- a lot of people talk shit. Like, he actually watched the racing. Oh, he did? Yeah, he watched my motos. He watched Aiden's motos. Like, oh. he plays off like he doesn't care. But, but he, he does, does care. He does care a little bit. But, no, he doesn't know a shit ton about the amateur riders. He knows who did good. But if you want to know about the deeper guys, he doesn't know about that. Like we call Aiden in for like that. Like, Mason Gonzalez. He got second in open pro sport. Uh-huh. He didn't know who the fuck that guy was. Oh. He's like, who's Mason Gonzalez? Only reason why I knew Mason Gonzalez because I was there. I didn't know nothing about the kid. Do you know who Mason Gonzalez is? No, but Aiden would be the one to ask because Aiden kid got to second know. behind Styles Robertson in oh. Open Pro Sport. Huh. He won a moto, mm-hmm. and even even though like there's certain things Aiden and I were watching because I think Aiden had a moto after the Pro Sport, and we were watching him, and he was doing certain things on the track that no other guy was. And I thought, oh no, was, Pro Sport I think was before Aiden's last moto. Right, and yeah. we were watching. Uh-huh. There's like a. So what was he doing? That was so. Well, after the finish line, there's that triple. Yep. And you go over the the bridge. Yep. There's huge bumps on the downside of that bridge, right? Yep. Well, my line most of the time was like jump the triple, kind of cut back to the left and miss the bumps and then angle to the next corner. Like Mason tripled, went over the the tunnel, and then as he landed to the right, there's huge bumps, right? Uh But he used that bump 
and like jump to the downside of the last one. Oh. So like just creative things like that that huh. I pick up on. See, that, and I couldn't see that where I was standing because I couldn't So see actually, yeah. I picked up on that. So in my last moto, I did that. Did you? Instead of trying to make my way over to the left, mm-hmm. I just kind of went bruh, and jumped to the right because it took less time. So these are things that I noticed that Steve doesn't. That's what I'm getting at here. So Did anybody quad the commandments? Yeah, Brandon uh, Sherrod did in plus 25. Oh, okay. Only one, a, though. He was the only guy. But he's he's still like a top 20 kind of rider. Mm-hmm. Like in plus 25 this year, there was a shit ton of riders that were good. Yeah. Um, Like Paul Parabinos got eighth. Staple got 10th. Like the top 10 were pretty good riders. Yeah. So Sherrod won. Uh, God, I forgot who got second. It not, I always think Marshall Welton, and it's not that. Um, I'll think of his name later mm-hmm. on in the podcast. But okay. they both are legit top 20 dudes right now if you put them in the Nationals. And I, I, maybe they are racing Nationals. I don't know. So anyway, not to go on a tangent, but Steve does care. He acts like he doesn't, but he does watch. But if you guys want to check that podcast out, that'll be up this week. That'll be up on racerxonline.com. You can check that out. Steve, Weege, and I bullshit about Loretta's. Oh, did you and call Weege? Weege was on the phone. Oh, oh boy. It was a good time. Did had, A&H get brought up? Uh, no, because before we started, I told him that I don't want to talk about you that much because I want to save it for this podcast. Gotcha. I don't want to blow all of our good stuff on racerxonline.com. Gotcha. I want to save some of that stuff for us because <laughs> we're the one that put the money in. Correct. You have that written down. Yes. I don't, I don't. I know the number on my head. Okay. It's like a, it's a ballpark figure. Ball, okay. All right. So Which actually I was surprised because it's a little bit cheaper from the last time we went. Really? Yeah, only because. I bet you're missing some shit. Well, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll talk about okay. that. We'll, we're going to get with that in the middle of this, this whole podcast. So mm-hmm. a lot of you guys are, we're excited about this podcast. So we went to Loretta's, as you guys know, let me get you a little bit of backstory. So Aiden Kiefer, my son, you know. How do I put this? He hasn't been involved. I mean, he's in, involved in dirt bikes, but he hasn't been really wanting to race. He hasn't shown, shown interest. Yes, and, until the last year and a half or so, right? Maybe not even that. Maybe a year or two. Yeah. So I said, look, I have no problem helping you get to where you want to go if you want to do this, but I'm not putting the effort or time or the extracurricular stuff that I have to do you know, out of my normal range of work, right? which is... You know, I already do this stuff for a living, so I don't want to do it on my downtime unless you're serious. So he started getting serious, showing me some effort. He, he's been riding better. This COVID shit has helped him ride more. Yep. Um, obviously, the kids are all screwed up with the schooling right now, or they were. They're back to school now, but still, they're not going to public school. That's a whole nother podcast we can get into about why I think this is bullshit, mm-hmm. because I want Aiden to go to public school. Well, yeah, I do, and too. The, and we can't right now, because everyone's getting homeschooled or whatever they call it what is it called remote learning distant learning distant learning or whatever so he did show me the initiative so he's like okay let's try loretta so we did i said here's the rules obviously you guys know some of the story we're gonna try it here our own regional whatever happens happens you make it good if you don't good we got what we got he made it out of one class he screwed the other class up i made it because i'm not sitting around all day and watching him race and of course, that's where A and H was. I like, kind of born where she went ape shit <laughs> and signed him up in two regionals so I could pick which coast I wanted to fucking go to. We tried to go to Washougal. He qualified at Washougal, and now we're all in. We're okay? all in. Now we're going. I get home. In hindsight, do you think that he should have 
not raced 125 and just gone strictly 250 in two classes? Well, that's the thing, right? So you guys listening out here, I was assuming that he was going to do really good in 125 because it's a lighter bike. It's a two-stroke. Um, he rode it good. I was thinking he has a good chance of podium speed, yeah. podium in at Loretta's on the 125. But no, I think what we did was the right thing. Yeah. Um, the mistakes that we'll talk about from Aiden is on Aiden. It's nothing about the bike, right? No. So I think he would have made those mistakes regardless of what the bike was because he made the same mistakes in the four-stroke class as well. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. So sure. anyway, we signed him up. Um, obviously, the cost we're going to get to, you know, there's a lot of money to sign something up. You have um, Loretta Lens has cost to park. You have a fee to have a golf cart. You have a fee to have a pit pass. You have all Ugh. these little hidden gems. Hidden hidden gems. There is a lot of hidden gems that come, especially when you get there. Right. Oh, you're here two days yeah. early? Well, that's an extra $100. Yeah, right. Oh, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? Well, let's, motor- let's not blow the money part yet. We're going to get okay. to that. That's down the list here. I know, but that's what I was telling mom. I'm like, it blows my mind. Our motor home was delivered on this day, so we should be able to come in on this day. Oh, but you have to pay more money if you want to well, come in. The thing is, the designated day that you're you're p- paid for, yeah, was never really known. It wasn't really say, okay, you paid your fee to park, but what day is that? Everyone comes on different days. Like some people came Wednesday. I know we came Friday, but the day was Sunday. Like, well, that even- was the day you're supposed to be there at the park. Was Sunday. Even like when I when I reserved the RV, it was like, well, you have to have it for 10 days. Okay, well, can I have it from this day to this day? No, no, no. You have to have it from this day to this, this day. There was no like negotiating. Yeah. This is what you get. We're dropping it off on Friday. We're picking it up the following These Monday. Are, there, there was a lot of hidden things. Like if you were new to Loretta Lens, you would not fucking get or even know about until you did it. Right. Like this is our second time. This is actually our first time we're staying there. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we learned on the fly like this trial by error like, oh yeah we're like okay well we didn't know that that cost us extra okay, okay, okay. I like, if know. you came with an x amount of money and these little hidden things that pop up because you show up uh-huh you'd be fucked right what when i went to pick our golf cart up, there was a chick and she's like well can you take card because i have cash but if i give you this cash that's all the cash that i have and i need cash to have here on the property because maybe people don't take cash right i mean i went and bought that hat for Aiden and we sat there for 30 minutes trying to get the card to go through because there's no cell no service, service. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of things at Loretta's that are you will not know unless you experience Did it. Did you take the sticker off the van when you power washed it? Uh, Yeah, it's off. Oh. Why? You're not going to leave it on? No, I'm not going to leave it on. <laughs> I know, I see people doing that and they got like 10 fucking stickers on the left side of their van it looks like shit. I'm not doing that. My, my van cost me a lot of money. I want my van clean. I understand, but and I'm surprised kind of, you didn't. I'm surprised you weren't asking. Oh, can we save the sticker? Let's save it. I ain't saving. Well, it. I thought you'd leave it on I don't the know van. How much shit you got in the living room right now that you're saving that we don't need? I don't really have anything. There's some shit in there that we don't. Oh, the bags that they gave you at check-in that I haven't gone through, but I have like the I don't yearbook. Need the chips. I don't need my start chips. Oh, I saved your start chips. Exactly. They're already up. I mean, I with picked, your other I start chips. I picked twenty. I got a twenty chip. I don't want pick it which is funny because i was looking at aiden's nine and i'm like is it a nine or is it a six because there's it was a it was a six you got a six i thought he got ninth gate pick that was a six oh, it was a six i thought it was a nine i'm like looking at it is it a nine is it a six no. there's no so anyway uh i'm sure you wives out there listening probably i'd save everything heather's a hoarder when it comes to that kind of shit i'm not a hoarder 
Dude, you hoard a lot of stuff. Oh my god. Heather's at work sometimes. I throw shit away that she doesn't know about. <laughs> and then I eventually look for it and I can't find it. And I don't know where it's at. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so starting out, we Aiden and I trained a lot. We uh we we picked one motocross track in Southern California, which is State Fair, because it was tighter, had more clay. We don't have a lot to choose from to train for Loretta's, obviously. I've if it was a perfect world, I would send him back east or I would go back east. But simply put, I don't have the money, number two. I don't have the time, number three. I got a shit ton of testing here to do. So I got to stay at least somewhat local in Southern California to try to get ready for Loretta's. I know some of you parents or your your people listening that you go back east and you have that blessing, I would like to say. You have that, that uh, awesome dirt to ride in we don't have that so we chose state fair well even like the guy that was parked next to us remember he told us oh yeah i sent my kid down to wherever some training facility for like three weeks dude i I don't know where the money comes from i mean we could have a whole show on how much money is at the park well yeah because they went to clear to florida to qualify i want to have a job like these people do i i love dirt bikes i love my job but there's so much money floating around oh yeah and i'm like how do you make your money I know. What do you do? And some of these rigs are just insane. Insane. And they and they pull out fifties and they pull out sixty fives. So you have a huge rig, trailer, motorhome, and the kid's seven, and you're all in. Yeah. Like, and 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 you're and then you get pissed off because the kid doesn't do good because he's playing with his toys. I don't know. Anyway, Aiden and I trained. We worked our butts up. We had a set schedule. That's one thing I wanted for us to do together is to have this this experience all in. So what I mean by all in is we were going to train together, we ran together, we bicycled together, we rode dirt bikes together. There was a Tuesday-Thursday program for him and I, and on the weekend, so basically three days a week, Aiden and I rode together and we did structured motos. Yep. Paul Parabinos, another fan of Loretta's, worked his ass off as well. He rode plus 25 and 30. He trained with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Bob Zing. Good family. Never met Bob until this whole thing was going on. Uh, he rode my class. He has a son, Aiden, that he rode 65s as well. Good family. We rode with him. So we had a solid group here in Southern California to ride with. Good times. And we worked our butts off when we decided, hey, we're going to leave a little early. Originally, we were going to go to Oklahoma to Greg Albertson's, mm-hmm. which I feel sorry for Greg because I always tell him I'm coming, and then I never fucking do. I know. So I look like a douche. I feel like. You can blame it on me. It was my fault. So, Greg, if you're listening, I'm sorry. We I did, will come I did, I did see Greg time. one time. I was just passing by with Aiden. I didn't get to see him, but I should have saw him. Oh, he so. was there? Yeah, he was there. Oh. So uh, we ended up saying, hey, nope, we're going to go to Colorado because of Heather, my wife. Um, I wasn't going. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to write something new. And, of course, A&H comes out and gets her way. I want to do this. And then she puts it in my head. She's just like a little chicken. Peck, 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 peck about Colorado. So we end up going there to ride for three days before we leave for Tennessee. But that was good. It was fun. It yeah. was great. Um, went to Brush. Went to so yeah, Jackson's. we get there. We get to. We have a place in Greeley, Colorado. If you guys don't know, I'm sure you guys know already. Um, Jackson Pascal. He's a kid out of Hudson, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Mondi. He's another local Colorado guy, pro ex pro local pro that raced and rode. Um, he trains Jackson. Matt Jackson's dad. Um, they have a nice set of, you know, nice property, have a track, have a turn track, has a national track. We got to ride at his house. So thank you to the Pascals for letting us ride deep. Yes. Rob preps it really deep. So it's really, it's really nice track to ride. 
So I appreciate all the effort they did. They let Aiden and I ride. And then obviously the Sweeney's, Sweeney MX, Matt, Mikey, Susie, uh, good people there. And uh, we rode Brush MX. They have a turn track in the back, which is insane. Oh, yeah. And the, and the track is literally one minute long. Aiden said that when they did their 25-minute motos that they did like 30-some laps. Yeah, no, we did like 30 laps. <laughs> That's insane. So even though the track is only one minute long, it's the dirt is so amazing that it doesn't bother me. No. I wish Mikey would extend it, but he didn't. But anyway, good test for um, some suspension I had to try. It's a good test for Aiden to get to learn some deep conditions because when you go out there, there's a lot of heavy dirt, so the front end is heavy. You get a lot of pitching. So these are the things that we did pre-Loretta's to get there. But first, before we even get to Loretta's, I have an air conditioning unit that goes out in the Sprinter van. Yep. So the compressor of the Sprinter van decides, eh, fuck it. I'm out. Explodes. I'm like, okay, I'll take it to the Mercedes dealership before we leave. The week before we leave, uh, that's $4,000. I had to get a whole new compressor, a whole new AC system. So they keep the van until the Friday we got to leave. Yeah, so it, it, I'm already stressed out. I'm st- it's starting off bad. I'm already kind of moody. Oh, yeah, I'm, I think we got in a little bit of a fight that week. I don't know about a fight. I just don't want to talk. Like No, but you kind of like, you were super snippy, and I'm trying to tell you to chill and a, relax. Here's the thing, though. There's It's a lot of work, okay? I know. It's a lot of work that you don't have to. You got your things to do, but I think I have a lot more to worry about that are, is the main components to Correct. this whole thing, right? I would not. So I would that. say there's more stress on me to get to the ranch to make shit happen, to make sure Aiden's okay. So that's why I'm a little yes. But you send me out to call the Mercedes dealership like every day to find out what's going on with the AC. Yeah, because I'm afraid I'm going to yell at the guy, and the guy's not even the guy's fault. But then you get mad at me because then I'm kind of like. But I can get mad at you. I'm, I'm allowed to. I know, but then I get mad at the guy, and you're like, "Well, it's fine. It's it is what it is." And I'm like looking at you, going, "Excuse me." Yeah. Anyway, uh, four four grand. So we we uh, we're already four grand out before we leave the house. Well, we can also say eight if you can't the bike that I bought, Aiden. That's on you, dude. But that's still an expense. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is. You purchased Aiden a CRF 250R, which we had a test unit from Honda. Correct. my test unit. Mm-hmm. But it had some time on it. A lot of time. 40-some hours. It's whatever. So we we're going to rebuild it. But with the COVID shit going on, some of these parts were on back order. We couldn't get them. So A&H panic mode goes to search for bikes. And yeah, here we go. We have a, a, a new motorcycle that we're paying for right now for Aiden, which is, which is whatever. He needs his own bike. This is the first bike that he's ever, I mean, like, besides an Osset. Yeah, basically he's been riding test bikes of mine. Yes, and doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's yeah, there's that expense. Which you know what he told me yesterday when we got home, he's all, I think I'm going to ride this bike over here, and not ride the bike that you bought me because I don't want to put hours on it. <laughs> I'm like well, that's oh. fine. We, I mean, I want more information on the test bike. That's why we have them, so we can. I'm like that's fine. So we can help the listener. You know, hey, this is what we. This is what goes on with the bike. So, anyway. so then we tried to figure out how many. How many hours he's put on his new bike? He's probably put like three hours on his new bike. Yeah, I would say a little bit more than that. I have an hour meter I need to put on there. I yeah. haven't done that yet. So, All right. So we're in Colorado. We leave. Um, we dump Grandma and the dogs off at the house, and we mosey. And by the way, I have my, my buddy Greg Loop here. He decided to go with us because we do need help. Yep. It's a, it's a long journey. And um, so we make it to the ranch on the Friday before... The event. So Monday, 
of the event is is practice. Sunday is sign up. Uh huh. So we get there Friday. Saturday is a shit show. Saturday. Well, how we worked is we hired a Nashville RV company to. We paid them, which is four thousand dollars, another four thousand dollar cost. Yes. Uh, to drop a motorhome off, they they set it up, they drop it. Yeah. We we won the hookup lottery, so that was awesome. We got that, so we're on a hookup. We don't have to run a generator. Hmm. Because um, to run a generator, you only got I think fifty fifty or fifty five hours with your rental, and then every hour over that was five dollars an hour, and we ran that AC. 24-7. Right. I mean, we might shut it off for maybe an hour or two, but... So anyway, we show up Friday. We went to Nashville, did some things in Nashville, kind of walked around, which is kind of a ghost. Yeah, so, it was real weird. Yeah, it's a ghost town there. I mean, there was still people out, but it wasn't like it was in 2017 when we went. Right. But, I mean, uh, it was good. Greg got to experience Nashville. Right. The, the, drive's, the drive is gnarly. 17 hours to Colorado. 17 hours from Colorado to Nashville. It's a lot of driving. Yep. Plus, I went to Washougal. I was thinking about this on the way home. That's a lot of driving for this race. Yes. So, we get the na- um But hey, to- it was worth it. Just, we're going to get to that. Okay. I'm going to let you know if that's worth it or not. So, okay. Uh, we get to Loretta's Friday. We we f- we can't find the motorhome. There's no service, right? So, this is a whole but- tough situation. Like, okay, we we drop we dropped off your motorhome. We're dropping off your motorhome. They were supposed to let me know where they were dropping it. However, they did not. The guy called and said, oh, we're gassing her up. We're going to drop her off. I'll let you know. Okay. Then never heard anything. So. And I love you. But the business side of you is lacking a little bit. I feel like you you see things through to a certain extent. And then you kind of let the last 20% go. Assuming these people will do their job. Yeah, you're right. Well, also, if they would have just said, hey, we sent you an email with the map and a little X on the spot. But these are the things that I'm saying. This is the 20%. I know. I just need you to get that 20% up a little bit. Well, I also expect when people say that they're going to do something, they're going to do it. No, you can't. I know. Lesson Uh, learned. You cannot do that. There's very few people that follow through with what they're supposed to do. This is our world. I know. This is why. This is some of the reason why I created Kiefer Inc. Because. I really want to try to do that for people. Like, I want to see things through. Yes. Because other media outlets don't fucking do it. They don't see the things through. They say, here you go. Here's your information. And if you still have questions, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> you're on your own. So, anyway, we get there. We finally find the motorhome. It's on Bradshaw Boulevard, Lot 3, which if you guys are familiar with Loretta's, it's in the back a little bit. It's not too close to the track, which is fine. Whatever. I'm fine with it. But it's raining. Thunderstorms. It's raining. There's a Ugh. lot of mud. It was swampy. We get there. We find the motorhome. I try to back in because obviously there's limited space, so I try to back the Sprinter van to unload to get our shit you know, well, correct. Well, hold on. Let's let's back up. Paul Parabinos also had a hookup, and he was down by the creek, and he told us, there's one next to me. Move over to us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do that because then we'll have the creek right there. It's in rock. It won't be super muddy. It's a better location. The view's pretty. I think I had Chris talked into it until he got the Sprinter van stuck. Once the Sprinter van got stuck, he said, fuck it. I'm out. We're staying here. I'm out. You're out. And, and, and here's the thing. I'm not he had a golf idiot. cart pull us out. It was pretty I'm funny. not an idiot. Like It w- didn't look soft. It was grass. It was fine backing in. But we unloaded, got some shit out, and then I started to leave, and then it dug in past the grass, and yep. it was slick as snot, and we got stuck. Yep. Whatever. So we're there. I'm like, fuck it. We're there. This is where we're at. We're fine. Uh-huh. Um. 
so we get our parking spot dialed in. We're there Saturday. We just kind of hang out and get some stuff ready. Um, give you a little bit of the shit show that was the tire situation, um, which I really want to talk about. People ask me, hey, Kiefer, I thought you were going to run Pirelli's, which that was the plan. Yep. Um, I love a Pirelli tire. I love the carcass feel of a Pirelli. Um, I, I, I told Pirelli that I was going to run their tire. Um, Aiden and I have been running their tires here in in California, Aiden ran those and Washougal. Uh, but Pirelli only had one guy there, and it's Nick. It wasn't his fault. Uh, it was a little bit of a miscommunication on my part, and Pirelli's like, they're like, hey, we're bringing you tires to the ranch. And I go, awesome, that's bitching. Okay, I'm going to get those tires put on. So I, on Saturday, took my wheels off, got them ready, mm-hmm. as we normally do in race situations, they have tire services that they change the tires. Well, I didn't know Nick was by himself, didn't have any tire changing tools or machines. Mm-hmm. And I pull in there. Now that Sunday, Saturday goes by. Nick didn't get there until Saturday afternoon. He's like, hey, come by Sunday. Um, I come by Pirelli on Sunday. And he's like, hey, man, I don't want to let you know I don't have anything to change the tires. And I didn't bring anything with me. And now it's Sunday afternoon, evening. I got to go sign up. I got a bunch of shit to do. And I don't have to change tires. I got three bikes, six tires to change. I'm out. Yep. I'm One, I'm not doing that. Two, I can't. I didn't have anything. I'm not hunting around tire irons and busting my knuckles or Greg's in the heat and humidity and blowing myself out uh-huh. for this week. So I went to Dunlop. Dunlop was there. They had the service. They had the truck. Nothing against anything else. I just... You know, it I was, was gonna, convenience. Well, I was going to put Aiden on done. I was splitting this up because this is the dilemma that I have with Kiefer Inc. at times. Right. Like, if I use one product, some other guy's mad. Exactly. I like Pirelli. I like Dunlop. I like both. Yep. Um, I hate a MX33 front tire, and I've been vocal about that. Dunlop knows this. I do not like an MX33 tire. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so I put Aiden on an MX3S front and an MX33 rear or paddle rear. That was the plan, and I was running Pirelli. This was the plan. It was smooth. I was like, hell yeah, everyone's happy. Well, now no one's happy, or Dunlop's the only one happy. Pirelli's kind of bummed out on me because I didn't put Pirelli's on. But look, I I didn't have time. Right. So Dunlop is nice enough. Rob Fox over there, good dude. He said, I got you, no problem. They installed the tires. I'm on Dunlop. That's what it is. Strictly out of not even just convenience, it's a good tire. I was on a 3S front. 33 rear Aiden was on a 3s front and mx12 rear on the yz125 because he was the first moto of the week on tuesday and if you guys know loretta's it's deep so a paddle tire is bitching off the start Aiden's never ran one he loved it and uh loved it so much he almost looped out a couple times because those things if you guys haven't ran an mx12 well he did loop out (laughs) and you have a, a soft track try it it's an amazing tire it's good um so that was the dilemma after I won, people were like, hey, why do you have a Dunlop hat on, blah, 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 blah. So I just want to clear that little nightmare up. That is what happened. It wasn't anyone's fault. It was a miscommunication. Again, Heather, don't assume. Right. That was on me. Yep. My fault. I assumed Pirelli would have my tires changed. Well, well you just kind of think when you're going to an event at this magnitude that there's you're li- going to there, yeah, We stuff. can't expect it because of the COVID and things. They can't yeah, send I, a lot of people, right? I get it. So it's not on Pirelli. It's on me. If if let's really quarterback the situation, it's on me because I should have said 
are you going to change my tires? Which I assumed yep. they were. Oh, you pulled a Heather. Good they job. They didn't. So my 20%, just like you, yep. sucked ass. That's all right. It so, is what it is. All right. So that's the Pirelli thing. So we get through. We got Sunday. Can I we talk it. about Saturday night, though? Like, Loretta's is like a Disneyland. Look it. There are so many kids and so many golf carts and pit bikes and... The ambulance was there Saturday already, and they took some kid out because he jumped out. He wanted to jump off the rock ledge in the river, missed it, broke his leg. I'd have been so pissed if that was my kid. Dude, you don't even want to know what I would do. I would... I'd probably break his other leg. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we're already here anyway. Cack! Now I got a little satisfaction. Like, literally, what I can't even think of what day it was. We didn't see Aiden all day. He was hanging no, that's out. that's bullshit. Well, we kind of We did. are not like that. Well, I said, come back at certain times. Like, I'm not letting my he, kid run free range no. at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at an orgy of 14 to 15-year-olds. No, but I mean, like, he was with his homies. We knew where he was, but the kids are just out of control. As gnarly as it is, it's, it's controlled chaos. There's shit everywhere, <laughs> but no one gets fucked up. No. There's golf carts. We almost get T-boned. Greg gets ran over a little bit. He gets bumped. Like, there's shit going on everywhere. But what's funny is Greg got bumped by an adult, not a kid. Well, doesn't matter. I'm just saying, everywhere you go, there's golf carts, people going everywhere. And there's security around, which they rein some in. So some get scared of security guards because, okay, don't do that. Security guard's there. Yeah. But for the most part, kids are running free range. There's six to a golf cart. There's young 14, 15-year-old girls with... With little ass cheeks hanging out. <laughs> and I'm like, where are your parents, for one? Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't know. I found this out from Kenny Day um, and Weege and all these guys are like, oh, yeah. This is like the spot to lose your virginity. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm out. So I'm like, I'm going to have Aiden on a tight leash. How, how many people are listening to this and, like, as parents don't really – grasp that well look at the parents that are like us it's not it's going to be okay because you're going to rein your kid in right but some of these kids are not they're not they're checked out for the day like all right later and i'll see you at dinner if they even come home at dinner so i can see why it's a disneyland for kids there's a curfew the curfew it's was like what nine, nine? And it's fun trust me and, and here's the thing i like that it's like this yeah. i like that it's a free thing you know Kids, for the most part, are good. Yes. It's fun. I don't know about the the girl situation. If I had a girl, we had a daughter, I would not let her out. She'd be locked up all day because I'm a motocross rider. I know what I was about when I was 14, 15 years old. Right. But I also think, too, you know who your kids are with. Like, you know the company that they keep. You think you do. Well, we knew the company that Aiden kept. Like, those are good kids. We think we do. Well. But... How do we know what the F goes on when Aiden's out there? You know, we know. Yeah. We, I mean, we try to raise our kid to think, right? Right. But do we know? But I just feel like you... Did you know? I know you were goody two-shoes. I know I wasn't. When I was 14, I lost my virginity. Yeah. I can't even think and imagine that for Aiden. He's 14. I know. Right? But I'm just saying, like, I feel like the kids that he was with were a group of good, solid kids. Like... They've got good morals. Yes. They're not assholes. But what I'm saying, you said Saturday was chaos. So yeah, Saturday the weekend was before the race, it's more of like a party atmosphere. People say are a little looser because it's not race week yet. They got a day to recover from their hangover. Plus, it had been raining all day, so it was super muddy. So and what else are you going to do besides drink? And kids are just running amok in the mud, in the river, up and down the hill to Stagecoach Hill, which is like two miles away. 
it's it's a good time. It's a fun atmosphere. It makes you feel like, hey, this is a good time, good place to be. But like I said, you don't have to really worry about your kid. Like you worry, but it's it's not a. It's, it's not a, like worried about getting like jacked, right. Or you know, kidnapped. Yes. Right. It's more of a safe environment. Yes. As much as you can have it, you know. Yes. So it's a good time, and I I like that they kept this over the years at Loretta's. They're not saying no pit bikes, no golf carts. They let it happen. Mm-hmm. It you have to because it's such a big piece of property. Oh my god! You need it, right? Um. So yeah, it's a cool atmosphere Saturday night. We like I said, we did not stay at the ranch la- last time we went, which was 2017. It was the first time I ever got to go because. I've explained this before. I didn't have money growing up. My dad worked his balls off to give us what we had, and that was local. I didn't get to go to Tennessee. So when I turned 40, 41, I forget, uh, I went to to the to Loretta's, but we stayed off-site, which was a nightmare. We don't want to get into that, so it's okay. This so we stayed at a crappy hotel, <laughs> but this year, like, hey, we got aid, and we want the full experience. Let's create some memories. So we stayed at the track, which was a good time. It was, it was a fun. good choice. It was fun. Um, Next time, we'll get a bigger motorhome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had... What four people and it was, it was okay, but with four people staying this long with each other, you're gonna get each other's nerves. Like I love you, but I gotta get away from you. You're quiet. Why are you quiet? Oh, I'm not quiet. I like I get away. Like you're up my ass all day. You're there. You want this? You want that? No, I just need to be chilled out a little bit. I'm not sure you do. I don't want to be up your ass. You know? Yeah. So it's nice to be close, but it's also nice to get away a little bit. Yes. So, Sunday we sign up. I was getting to this, and then you started talking about oh. this other stuff. <clears throat> I see Mike Brown. We could have a whole podcast about Mike Brown. I love Mike Brown. Great person, great mm-hmm. heart, great guy, gnarly racer, such a good dude. But who knows what the fuck Mike is doing? I don't even from think time Mike knows what he's doing. So he's with Eldon Baker training, does his thing, you know. And Eldon didn't want him to race. But now he got the race. So last minute he tried to sign up. So I basically put a video of a I, I took my camera out or my phone out and videoed him trying to talk to the MX Sports lady to sign up. He was an alternate. He didn't get in 40 class. He got in 25 class. So I'm bummed because I trained this whole time to race Mike Brown. This is why I worked my ass off because I knew obviously Mike is gnarly at the ranch. You've seen the results. He's yep. won 25 and 40 for several years. Beats fast kids. At Glen Helen last year, I, I felt like I was on his pace at the Vet National. So I'm like, it gave me hope. Yep. Because I've never been as good as Mike ever in my life. Right. Um, To really bust my ass and buckle down to get to Tennessee to at least run his pace. Could I have beat him? Uh, that's I don't know. I don't know. That would have been a very tall order. But Not with that I wanted last to start work. you got. I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. So if I would have got my starts like I did, there's uh-huh. no way I would have beat Mike. Because he would have been gone. <laughs> right. Well, unless he got shitty starts too, but. Right. So he didn't get the race, which I was bummed out on that I get to race the best of the best in the 40 because he was the guy yep. to beat. He had the number one plate and uh, he didn't make it. So I'm bummed out that he didn't get the race. But uh, I just told Mike, you got to prepare a little bit better than that, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but Aiden and I were walking down to go watch your first moto. And we went around towards the finish line. Yeah. And there was an easy up set off to the side. And there was like a couple guys sitting on their bikes underneath and I look over and it's one of them is Mike Brown and I just look and I yell hey Mike and I like kind of like nod at him and he like looks at me and I just like shake my head and start laughing I just I like pointed to the track and like looked at him and he like 
kind of shrugged his shoulders and I just laughed. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't stoked. He decided not to race 25. He just got a brand new bike, hasn't ridden it. So bummed that he didn't get to race, but I'm sure he'll be back next year. Michael Lessie's coming back, so that'll be a fun race. What's Plus he going to race? Oh. Brownie, Alessi. Well, didn't... um. Hello? Um, Tyler, didn't, Hello. didn't Ty say he was going to come race too? Ty and Nap. He stayed, he was next to his, our neighbor all week. He helped us out. He yeah. helped, yeah. So it's good to have the seven deuce trace yep. with us all week. He uh, ate breakfast and dinner with us every basically night. Basically ate all our food and our coffee. But it was cool to have him. He helped out Aiden a lot. Yeah, it and, was uh, nice he's having good, him around. Whole Intic Naps are good people. Yes. Tyler and Addie is a good, good people. So let's talk about the race a little bit. Yep. We, enough of this other bullshit. We have 40 minutes of all this other shit. So <laughs> The race gets there. Aiden is race one and last race of the day on Tuesday. So 125 race was first for hold Aiden. Hold on. Let's talk about practice really quick because Aiden we gotta rode. Get, we got to well, move hold so on. long. Aiden rode practice on Monday morning. He was the first practice. He came back. That track is so sick. This is going to be great. I love it. He I'm goes sitting there going, oh, boy. He goes back out. And his practice, his last practice was like a. 3.30 so it wasn't even the last practice that day and comes back and he's like what is this look at Aiden what did good in practice in the right on the first practice and then I went back out to watch him for his last practice <laughs> and I could see his eyeballs through his goggles when he went by <laughs> me it was like a fish out of water dude like I'm like told you <laughs> I mean there if 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 I'm explaining to you guys listening to this that have never been it's the roughest track that at least on Monday, that you could possibly experience. You could try to replicate it anywhere you go. You cannot because there's different size bikes, different skilled riders, different size tires, everything. So the bumps are weird. There's bumps coming up the faces of jumps. <laughs> there's bumps on the downsides of landings. Um, there's there's huge rolling bumps that form in the middle of corners, like just weird stuff that you normally do not experience on a normal track day. Yeah. Because there's a thousands of bikes and riders on the same track all in one day. And that's what someone said. They're like, out of every day at Loretta's practice is the worst. It is because every bike, bike. is on the track that day. Plus the alternates. You got to think about that. Oh, yeah. All the alternates are there too. Because Brownie did ride practice. Yes. Sort of. So you have all these bikes. I knew Aiden was going to be all stoked and then he's going to be let down a little bit at the end. So we had to talk him off the ledge. Say, look, you're going <laughs> to feel like shit. It's not going to feel good. And uh, it'll be better. It'll it'll get better. Everyone's feeling the same thing. So don't freak out and change your whole setup. I see these guys change the setup when they get there. I mean, I was one of those guys the first year I was there. I was like, dude, my bike sucks. I suck. What's going on? And so you got to have some people around you that have been there to kind of talk you off the ledge. Uh -huh. So that that's all I want to say was just touch on that. Um, 125 race was first on Tuesday. Uh, again, Aiden, horrible starts all week. He, uh, if you guys have been, there's 42 gates, 42 riders. There's a right hand corner. So if you guys know, right hand corner means no brake pedal, rear brake. Tough to do, kind of scary. Aiden starts 30 something. Oh, it was bad. He was so far back. Yeah. So he rode good, worked his way up to 14. 14th. Um, wasn't the best result, but I felt like he rode good, got the little taste of it, got that out of the way, and he could move on to his last moto of the day, which is at 6:30. Mm -hmm. um, I had my first moto um, again didn't know really who was there didn't really catch up on who was signed up I'm not a big big uh, racer guy that looks at the you know the sign up sheet I really don't give a shit I just do my thing um, I got a it wasn't a horrible start decent start yeah I was you know I was leading by the first lap yep um, 
and just kind of I hammered down for about two, two, three laps, and I noticed I had a big lead. So basically, honestly, I barely rode the first mode. I had like a twenty second lead, and yeah, I you cruised. Just put it in cruise control. And I think GNCC guy Jimmy Jarrett, that's cool that he was there racing moto. He he did a really good job. He you know I didn't know he motoed, but he motoed fairly good for an off road guy. I never knew what he did after his GNCC career, but yeah, he ended up getting second. Um, don't really know who got third at the time, but you know guys like Mike Treadwell, Jimmy Jarrett, uh, Kevin Walker, Barry Karsten, um, these other guys, these forty year old dudes that have had some sort of success in their careers of racing. I don't have a name like those guys. I just was a test guy that raced occasionally. So I think some people were shocked of of what I did, but I'm not shocked because I know how I can ride. I just don't have the name like they do in racing. Yep. So I won the first moto. I was very happy. Like I was excited. I probably could have calmed down a little bit the first moto because I felt like I, I was too hyped up about one moto win. Like, I was excited. I was excited. I felt like after I look back on it, I'm like, mm, maybe I should have backed it down a little bit. You act like you won the championship on the first moto, which wasn't the case, which we'll get to. So it was it was a great experience. It was cool to have Aiden up there see that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that leaked into his next moto. Okay, yep. so Aiden's last moto of the day, 250. Well, yeah, because that's what you said to him after, <clears throat> after his 125 and you got ready to go out. I think it was after you did it. You won. You were like, let's flip it. Let's flip the script now. Got good momentum. And I think that kind of rubbed off onto Aiden. Sometimes I wonder the pressure from me gets to him. Like, oh, my dad did good or my dad. Well, it's funny because we were watching you and Aiden goes, man, I'm more nervous for dad right now than I am when I race. And I looked at him and I said, really? And you had said the same thing to me about him. So I'm laughing because I'm all, this is funny. I'm like, they both feel the same way about each other. Right. And, and. And I'm just a nervous wreck, period. So <laughs> I think that's just normal for watching races that like people that you like. Yeah. I mean, I'm nervous because you see the you, you hear the sounds, you see everybody there. When you're in it, when you're racing, I'm not looking down the line to see how many dudes are there. You, you have your little bubble. Yeah. And you're concentrating on what you're doing. So that's just normal. But I think that helped. 630 Moto, 250 C Junior, 12 to 17. That was his other class. Honda CRF 250R stock. It's a stock limited class. So, um, Shitty start again. Yep. In the teens somewhere, the first lap, works his way up. What I like about Aiden is he's pretty strong at the end of motos. He does motos with me. We talk a lot. I'm really a big component about being mentally strong. I've ripped his ass over the years about if he falls, how quick he has to get back up. Aiden was always the guy who laid there for a little bit and then got up, and I was always like, get your ass up. If you're not hurt, get up. Well, he crashed in his first moto of 125, and I did not see it. I didn't see it either. But we saw it on the video, yeah. and he actually got up really quick. It was like he hit the ground, and he popped up and, and it, yeah, ran. Yeah, he endowed over a guy's wheel. Like the guy crashed in front of him in the sand, and he endowed over his wheel, and then he got up. So coming back from that, that's a pretty good result. Yep. He didn't crash in his 250C junior moto, worked his way up to third, got a podium. Yep. Right then and there, we could add nothing else the rest of the weekend, and I would have been stoked. Exactly. So he got a little taste of the podium, got to talk to Weege. If you guys, you can go to my uh, Instagram and look at Aiden's um, podium speech. To me, that's one of the highlights of my my week. Yep. Is how well he spoke, how thankful he is. This is what I was going to ask you. Yeah. You got to talk a little louder. After everything that we have done and all the money that we put in and all the times where you're like, this is the dumbest shit. I can't believe we're doing this. To me, 
that moment right there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine with it. It all worth it. Yeah. I'm good. Once you see your kids succeed and the, and the actual true happiness on the face. See, it makes me even want to cry now thinking about it. Why? Because it just, it's happy. It's happy? It's, it makes me so happy. It's happy. It's happy. Uh, no, I agree. Like, it puts a joy inside of your heart that you can't explain unless you feel it with with your kid or if you had that experience. Yep. Because here's how I relate it. He's put a lot of work in. And I know what that means when you put a lot of work and you see a little bit of it succeed. Yep. One, what does that do? It gives you hope. Two, it makes you want to try harder. And, and it gives you satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So he saw the kid doesn't race that much and he gets a podium at Loretta Lynn's that he thought it was the most, the biggest race ever in his life, right? Right. So that is that is huge. Well, and how and many- for me, hold on. And for me, having him be a, a good young man and speak... I'm a big component of how you speak. Yes. Because I'm fucking sick of this bullshit robot interview crap that we see out there now. Mm-hmm. Thank this. I mean, yes, thank your sponsors, but can we get a slice of what you're like as a human being? Right. That's it. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Good or bad, I'll take it. If you're a dick and you act like a dick on, on the podium, podium, I'm cool with it. I see you. If you're a nice kid, I want to see that too. Yeah. So to see that, you know, we've taught him to be like, hey, talk to people, introduce yourself, mm-hmm. shake people's hand, look them in the eye. When you see it. Be respectful. When you see it and you didn't have to like bark at it, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I'm happy on both sides of that. So that was a great. So when I posted that interview of Aiden, I got more comments about his interview than the result, mm-hmm. which shows you we need this in our sport, not not even in our sport, in the world. Right, we need this kind of 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 kids because you don't see it that much. All right, and if it's not my kid, I would love to have see another kid do it. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have that. So that was our our Tuesday. We had a good Tuesday. I Tuesday. felt like we had a good night that night because it was a it was a good day. It was a good day. Wednesday, I had off. I did not race Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, I had to wait till uh, Thursday to race. So Aiden had one twenty five one twenty five class, and it was better. Still not a good start. No. But he worked his way up to seventh, right? Yes. He went fourteen seven eleven is what he got. So he went seventh in the in the second moto. Um, not really a it's, it wasn't really an eventful moto. He had some mistakes. Um, it was a it was a tougher moto. It wasn't as early as the first one, so the track was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. He was on his one twenty five, so he got to feel that. Um, just to give you a little a snippet of uh, my wife here, we'll get a little bit of A and H while we're on his on this Wednesday. Oh boy, you drank a lot, dude. Like you drank more in that week than I've ever seen you drink, and I, I it, it, it almost puts a little siren in my mind. Like, why did you drink so much? I'm trying to calm myself down. How does that calm you down? You get more amped up when you drink. I feel like it calms me. Like, I feel like it, like, calms my nerves down. So people are looking at her. Randy Richardson's there from Michelin. I didn't drink Tuesday morning. First of all, hold on. Let's go back to Tuesday. Alex Ray came out to watch Aiden. Yep. That was cool. Yeah, he did come out. A-Ray's out there at his house. He came to watch Aiden, so it was cool to have His 250 moto. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Aiden podium in front of A-Ray. I thought that that was good. I just want to throw that out there. Yep. But you, going back and forth, stressing out, A&H, you know, up Aiden's ass about things. Do you have this? Do you have that? You got to relax because you stress the rider out when you like that. Oh, I don't mean to. 
<laughs> I just want to make sure he's got it. And then everything. I hear people, dude, your wife was crushing Trulies at the thing. Just crushing them. <laughs> During the moto, she's just pounding Trulies up in the monster tower, just going. I've never seen a girl just smash drinks. <laughs> How many did you bring up there? I would take like three or four. Three or four in a matter of 15 minute moto? <laughs> okay, I look back. So it was horrible. I get back to the, the after the 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 moto. I get back to the trailer, and I wonder why you're all weird. Like, you can see the glaze in your eyes because <laughs> it got up. Because you're fucking buzzed. <laughs> Look, you need to uh, learn. If Aiden's going to continue to do this kind of shit, you need to learn to relax. Because you're gonna you're gonna kill your your liver is going to die. <laughs> I don't drink that much though. I know. You do have drinks here at home. You don't drink that much, but like, no. fifteen minute moto. Three trulies, do the math, dude. Not good for the rest of your day at the ranch with sweaty, humid. I was fine. I was solid. Oh, boy. I was solid. The first step is admitting it. Oh, it was Hi. fine. Do you have a drinking problem? Only when my child and my <laughs> husband race. <laughs> Hi. This is uh, Motocross Mom Alcoholics Anonymous. Hey, and I did not drink at his last race on Saturday either. I think. Oh, boy. Here we go. The race, I, I told you this. I like the races that are earlier in the morning because I, I don't sit around. Because you don't drink at 8 a.m.? Well, no, because <laughs> I don't sit. And, it's like I don't have time to sit and ponder what's going to happen and work myself up. You even said that with yourself. You're like, I don't like. You ra- you drink in the morning anyway. No, I don't. I did not you drink. You had like a shot of moonshine or whatever the hell that stuff was. I did not have a shot of moonshine. I did not drink before Aiden's first moto. I said I was going to, and I did not. Wow. Okay. But yeah, I agree. Mornings are better because you pop up and you and it's done. There's no sitting around thinking, like waiting, waiting. Like your five o'clock moto was effed. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. So Wednesday, Aiden got seventh, came back, rode good, still stoked. Thursday come around, it was a busy day. I had a moto. Aiden had ooh, Aiden had two fifty. Two fifty. Um, I my moto again, uh, not as good as a start. No. Uh, maybe back to eighth. Worked my way up to. The lead, and just kind of cruised. Again, got a 10-second lead and cruised around and just rode. The thing about Loretta Lens is the harder you push, that's what I found, at least for me, the harder you push, the worse you ride. So people are like, man, you look like you're barely riding. I mean, I'm trying, but I want to be smooth, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I picked the Yamaha, which we'll, we'll get to that. That's boring for you. But that's why I picked the Yamaha, because I could ride third gear, ride smooth, and it doesn't take any effort, or I should say much effort, and it lets – the bike do most of the work instead of the rider. So I managed to get another win, stoked. What's funny about the second win was way less excitement around the pits for me to win the second moto. Heather was going apeshit. First moto, Greg Stoke. We're woo, yeah, we won. Second moto, all right, man, good job. No, I was happy. Good job, man. That's good. Awesome. Like everyone was like, okay, this is expected now. Like I'm expected to win. So... My moto was done. Aiden had his next 250 moto, which wasn't as good. Refresh my memory on that one. Uh, no, 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 no. What did he get? You don't even remember. I think he got Probably because you were drunk. No, I wasn't drunk. He got... I was never drunk at the ranch. Uh, I was never drunk. I might have been slightly uh, buzzed, but I was never drunk. What about the moonshine passing around from, you know... Listen, when... Here's the thing that Greg... Why are you whispering? Here, I don't know. Greg doesn't understand this. Like he tells, he always says how I drink him under the table because I take a little sip. Everyone else wants to just chug that shit. That's why I drink so them. It's a un- male thing. 
That's why I drink them under the table because they're like, and I'm like, little sip. Uh, I always took little sips. I didn't take big swallows. I didn't know we're talking about alcohol. I thought this was a racing podcast. Yeah, it is. Uh, Aiden got, what did he get in his? Aiden basically went three, seven, ten. So he got seventh to second moto. Yes. Uh, uneventful. He worked his way up again. He is like the Mike LaRocco of Loretta Lynn's. He crappy starts, works his way up, gets seventh. So we're still in a good position for overall. Yeah. Wasn't the one, wasn't what we wanted, but still no. in a good position. Friday comes and one twenty five. One twenty five moto and I have a moto. Uh-huh. My last moto. So my moto on Friday was five o'clock. This has got to be the worst thing ever in my life. Ugh. Aiden had an early moment like nine thirty. Um Aiden worked his way up again and he his, got a good start that moto. Got a better start because Mike Alessi helped him. Yep. Mike Alessi was there. It was cool to see Mike help him. Again, there's a lot of it's a lot of camaraderie and, and respect when you go to Loretta's. Even when you have bigger riders, they want to help. Mike's a good dude. He's from the high des. Uh, he packed his start. All these dudes. That's why I said in this Racer X podcast. It's funny because I was sitting back and the parade lap goes off. You go off and then Mike's packing his gate. Mike told Aiden, don't do start on this gate right here. It's good. So don't fuck it up. <laughs> I so, was wondering why he went. He rolled over. I'm like. Yeah, he didn't do a practice start because Mike said, hey, the pad is good. Leave it. And of course, I, I'm not going to argue with Mike. He's probably the best starter ever in our sport right so he's the whole shot king i go okay so uh mike is packing aiden's gate these dads are eyeing mike like all right what is he doing i've got to learn these these (laughs) secrets and it's funny i wish i wish i had my phone but i didn't have my phone and i'm watching these dads just stare at mike and then aiden pulls up and he gets a better start so i would say he's in at least like mid-pack He's not way back yet. No. Know? I'd say he like He screwed top. up a couple things. Um, and man, then he just started ripping. He started hauling ass. Oh, he was riding so good. Yeah. Um, he got up to... He worked his way up to second. Yep. He had uh, he had a first in his sights. I feel like if he wouldn't... Have, he charged up to second, passed second, and out of the, you know, the mechanics area, you make that left sweeper, and there's a hump on the inside, and they got really ruddy and wally. Like what I call wally is like there's forms of wall, but deep ruts. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried. He was jumping off of the single on the inside, but he tried to send it too much at an angle, caught a peg, ripped his feet off, and did a knack neck in the air and crashed. And the dude landed on him, broke his uh, banjo bolt on his rear brake um, line, so he had no rear brake the rest of the moto. But you know, did good. Managed managed to race, right? Yeah, I think he ended up like eleven. And I think I think we're referring to the wrong moto, by the way. No, that was his last moto. He did that. Eleven. He went eleventh that last moto. No, because two fifty was his last moto because his shoulder was sore. Oh, you're right. Yep. So okay. So his last moto was one twenty five. He ripped the banjo bolt off, and uh, he finished it out. Not yep. not not what we wanted. No, I think he ended up like eleventh or something. Yeah. He didn't make it to impound. Yeah, he didn't make it to impound. But if he wouldn't have got jacked up, mm-hmm. he probably would have at least was in the mix to win a moto. Yep. So that was a cool. I I, I wasn't pissed off because I like how aggressive he was. He caught up. He had good lines. He was very aggressive. The kid, I guess, was pissed off at Aiden and told Aiden to slow down as they was picking their bikes up. I thought <laughs> that was funny. So Aiden told me what he said. Well, we will not repeat on this podcast, but he did say um, uh, he did say something bad. <laughs> I said, do not say that again to the, a guy. But if you're a kid and you crash and the, the first thing out of your mouth is slow the fuck down, you shouldn't be racing dirt bikes. Right. 
You don't tell anybody to slow down. You can say, you're an idiot. That was an idiot, dumbass thing to do, which it was. Aiden did a dumb move. It was dumb. And I would have respected that. I'm like, yeah, that's your bad, Aiden. So uh, when you say slow the fuck down, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So Aiden said something back to him, which I thought was funny, but we won't talk about it. So. <laughs> um, I had my last mode at five. Dude, sitting around all day, not trying to go outside and burn myself out in the heat and the sun and all this shit that's going on outside yeah. is a tough thing for me to do. And then being trapped with your family inside of a motorhome all day, waiting around for your last moto. Granted, it's Loretta Lynn's. I can win a championship. Some of you say, yeah, no big deal. But to me, it's a big deal. So the thoughts creeping in your mind all day, you're just sitting there and you're dwelling on it. I need to have a good moto. I need to do this. It sucks. People don't understand the pressures. Uh-huh. I mean, some people do. I guess I say some people don't. But you look at these big name guys that actually have huge races to to race and they have all this money on the line. I can't imagine the pressure of going into a last race or tied for the points or whatever it is, and you've got to wait all week to race your race. Ugh, it makes me... I would want bleh. to fucking throw up all week. I would have to do something every single day and have no downtime. I would have to like... Okay, Constantly be busy? Busy, and then at night, knock me out. Like, shoot me up with something and put me to sleep because <laughs> I wouldn't sleep. Put you in a coma? So this is why champions are champions. Yep. And I was never wired to be that good. Mm-hmm. Never was. Like, I don't have that. And when you look at this, when you guys watch Supercross races or outdoor races, think about those things. Think about the pressures. Think about all these things that these guys go through that we don't see. I experienced some of that just at Loretta Lynn's, and I'm like, I respect those guys way more. Yeah. Because they got millions of dollars on the line. Not even the millions of dollars. I'm sure they don't even think about that. They think about just the prestige of winning and everything they have done to put themselves there mm-hmm. at that point in their life. Yep. That is a gnarly, gnarly thing. So I had all these thoughts. I was thinking about all this shit during the day. Finally, my moto comes around 5 o'clock. The worst start of the week. It was bad. I spun off the gate. They watered. And the water guy got a little bit too happy. So you have this fresh dist up starting. And then behind that, you have this hard clay slick that they water. So I spun hard. I thought I burned through it on the practice start. Hold on. Why don't you tell everyone who was grading the starts? Oh, yeah, Kevin Wyndham was there during the week helping work some tractor, do some tractor work, which I thought was cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. So Wyndham came down for the week, said, hey, I'll come down, Davey, but I want to do some tractor work. I want to be in the tractor. He likes being in the tractor. So he graded some of the start pad after each moto. They had a little spot where they graded. He was the guy doing that. So that was fun. Cool to see him out there by the river hanging out, drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. These are things you see at Loretta Lynn's. Yeah. Super mellow, mm-hmm. chill. Um, Malcolm Stewart was there. Axel Hodges, this guy's hanging out um ricky carmichael came by uh mitch payton just it's it's a cool vibe like it's pretty bitching yeah hey everybody thank you for listening it's commercial time stay tuned there's some discount codes cool commercials support these advertisers we appreciate it stay tuned we'll be right back all-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas, is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, Flying Machine Factory, that's what it stands for. Go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, 
They've got what you need. Trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it. They still make them. You got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too. But most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat or you're a two-stroke guy and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So go to fmfracing.com. Save yourself some money. And, of course, you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me. They're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the diner room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dyno testing, handing the, the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Just because you're older, guys, doesn't mean you should stop racing. Look, I'm 43 years old. I love racing. I love it. So there is a club, Old Timers MX. More importantly, Oregon Old Timers MX. There are some races happening that are fun. You get long motos, and you get to hang out with your buddies and go home happy. Your wife will be happy because you'll be happy. So do it. Arizona Canyon MX Park, February 29th through March 1st. And then we got another one coming up, SoCal Glen Helen. Oh, man, you know I'll be there. April 18th to the 19th. The whole schedule is up on OregonOldTimers.com. They go to Nevada. They go to Montana. They go to Washington. Even British Columbia. Even Hangtown. Go check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. And if you guys end up going to these races, the first five guys that sign up and list Kiefering Testing as a sponsor... Show me the proof on my email. I will reimburse your entry fee. The first five guys. That's right. That's how committed I am for you guys out there to go race. Don't be this old dude that sits at home and doesn't want to go ride, doesn't go race. Go do it. OregonOldTimers.com. Canyon's coming up. Arizona and Glen Helen. I will see you guys at Glen Helen. First five guys. Show me proof. Chris at KeeperingTesting.com. I'll reimburse your entry forms. Crazy. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So 
Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Firepowerparts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And of course, they have oil too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only Northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper. Protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 
888-447-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. So a spun off the gate. I am like literally going into that next left-hander 20th. But I, I want to miss the inside hump, so I go wide. And I'm on the very outside, the very outside rut. The only thing, other thing on the track that's on the track is the fluff from the tractor. <laughs> so I have the rut and the fluff. Well, some guy decides I'm going to go around me in 20-something when there's roost everywhere and try to pass me on the fluff. Well, he locks my bars going about 30 into this corner. There's another dude left to me tries to pass me. And I'm thinking to myself, are you guys fucking serious? Like, there's nowhere to go. Why are you guys trying to move through, like, the 91 freeway and squeeze through? You're f- going to fuck us. Well, as this was happening, I locked bars. We, we decided to go exit stage right off the track, almost endo off the berm, into a tree. I was pissed. So I was, I was, this all was going down the matter of two, two and a half seconds. I just tighten up and pull my bars away from this guy. This guy cartwheels. Oh. I almost cartwheel. I go off the track. I'm on the water lane road. <laughs> I get back on the track. I'm in 20-something. I get, and then another guy decides to, from all the way right inside, decides to go to the outside of a corner on the first lap, mind you, and just T-bone me. So I get ran off the track again. I'm like, am I in the fucking C-class right now? Because I don't know what's Maybe going on. Maybe they had it out for you. Maybe. Fuck that guy. Fuck that Kiefer. Maybe. I want to T-bone his ass. Well, that's what it felt like the first lap. So I worked my way back up to like, I don't know, 10th or 11th on the first lap. And then I just put my head down because I was so pissed. I made some moves, made some passes, um, ended up jumping. I'd never jumped the triple out of Storyland all week. I jumped it because I was so pissed because I didn't feel like I needed to all week. So. The one where we were sitting? Yeah. I just that up, single and then that triple that yeah, Paul was doing? Yeah, I just jumping it because I was pissed. So oh, I, shit. And the times that I didn't triple that, I ended up using a double crossover single over the hump. So I was doing some shit that I never did until that moto. Um, and funny. I made my way up to second, uh, caught up to second, or caught up to first, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to chill. It wasn't just JT didn't like that. JT thought I was uh, an idiot for chilling. But... <laughs> All I could think about was just winning, getting the hell out of here. I want my trophy. I want to win this title and get the fuck out of here. So managed to get second that moto, won the championship. Good feeling. Uh, probably one of the better feelings I've had in a long time. I haven't really won anything in a long time. I've vet yeah. nationals. I've been second, been close, rode really good, good riders. But, I mean, for me, I know some guys say, oh, who cares? It's a 40 title at Loretta's. But for me, it's a lot of work behind it. So I'm not worried about getting, you know, money or anything from it. Like, yeah, I think it um legit leg, how do you say this word? Legitimately. Legitimizes oh. my business a little bit. It helps me say, okay, Kiefer can ride a dirt bike. Kind of helps my business. I don't see any other media outlet out there. These are things that I think about. I'm yeah. just saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. None of these guys are racing big races, you know, that are testing. Um so it kind of helps me. Like, hey, yeah, I still want to be out here. I still want to race. I still want to do these things. And I want to help people. And I want to talk about dirt bikes and test dirt bikes. And, and I'm still out there doing it just like you guys are. I'm not just out here, you know, doing a circle jerk for the camera and saying, okay, we tested something and here are the settings. You know, I want to be out there doing the shit. So these are things I think about when I win a title. I don't think about, I want a title. Yeah, I want a monster deal. Or I'm going to go do this now. No, I just... But you help. still have the drive and the passion. No, because I to love race. dirt bikes. I know you do. But I want to. But I'm saying with racing, like you still have. Yeah, because I passion. think I started late. I didn't really race a lot 
because my mom was sick, had multiple sclerosis. My dad wasn't around that much, so I had to be around home. Right. So as I got You're older- You're making up for it. Yeah, so I think I still had a fire under me, you know, because I didn't race too much when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are things I think about when I do do these things. And even Paul said this, hey, man, if you do get Loretta's, that looks good for you and your business. And that's what made me, like, that's cool. Like, I have my business. I have Kiefer Inc. I do stuff with Racer X. I do stuff with Steve. And I'm still out there doing it just like the normal blue collar dude out there that busts his ass. Right. That's a 40 plus rider. I'm just like you. I want to be out there just like you guys. I don't want to race and have fun and give you some information. So I was stoked. I was happy. We had this little celebration. I drank a beer with Weege, which you weren't happy about because you were gone. I drank a beer and I don't drink. You don't. You I, did had, drink I had three quarters of beer. It tastes like shit, by the way. You did drink some champagne, though. And it burned. I don't like that. That's horrible stuff, too. Whatever. But it's cool to be there uh, up with, you know, you, Aiden. Cool, Aiden. That's For me, you get choked up. I get choked up having Aiden experience all this, you know, because I never got to experience any of this kind of shit with my dad. Yeah. You know, my dad worked. That was every day. I'm going to work. I'm working. So I never, I mean, went riding as I was younger, you know, camping and stuff, but he never really, I remember I was really young. He rode Barstow to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he did good, but he was a blue-collar dude. He got 13th in the novice class, and he was proud of his 13th. Like, I don't have that in me. If I got 13th, I'd be like, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> so for Aiden to see me win was, was, a cool, was a cool feeling. It was. You know? Well, just both of you was an amazing feeling. I mean, it was a really good week. This, whole, this whole experience has been really good. Um, Aiden Saturday had a Saturday 10.30 moto in his last moto of the day. Uh, shitty start. Shitty start. Also, he popped his shoulder out when he crashed in 125. Yeah, he kind of had a little sublex going on, so they we taped him up, and uh, he rode good. You got a you got a um, tenth. Yeah, you got a tenth, and then so. he got seventh overall. So, um, sorry, he got fourth overall. In I'm all screwed up. He got fourth overall in 250C Junior Limited 1217, and then got seventh in the 125C. Yep. Great first time top ten. Made a podium. Made a podium. So much positives for the weekend for Aiden. That was the most, as happy as I am to win a title, for me, Aiden's experience and how he did is more rewarding for me. Yes. Um, we will see if this lights a fire under our child. He claims. I told him to take a week off. I have a bunch of testing to do this week. He has some testing to do with Yamaha next week with Travis Preston, but uh, I will see what this does. Yeah. Um, he, he told me on the way home yesterday... He was like, I have my whole year planned out, like what he wants to raise. I don't care what he plans out. I need to see the work. I know, but I'm just I saying. I want to see him eat better because he eats like dog shit. Oh, he's horrible. Um, And I want to see him focus in on what he wants to do. We have a gym at the house, like a bitchin' gym. Tough to get him in there. He's not doing it on his own. And no. if he does do it, it's a half-assed job. So these are the things that I need to see as a father. Like I'm in. takes a lot of work for me to do it, money, blah, 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 blah. But let's see what you do without yep. me telling you. That's mm-hmm. my big component. I can tell you what to do. I don't want to. I want to see the drive at 14. But do you think that maybe his lack of, I don't want to say effort, because it's not effort, because he does put effort in, but like his lack of doing things on his own is because he wants to do them with you? Like, well, I go work out, but I want to work out with dad, but I know dad's busy, so. Well, that's part of the drive, right? Like when you can't have someone there, you still want to do it. That's what makes a champion. When you don't want to do something, you do it. Yeah. When you feel like shit, you still get it done. Mm-hmm. 
That's how you succeed. And that's just not dirt bikes. This whole dirt bike thing that we're doing for Aiden is a component for life. Yep. You got to put effort in. You got to work. And you got to be honest. And you got to be a good person if you want to succeed in life. Period. Well, and I think this whole experience has really opened a new door for him. And hanging out with Jackson, his buddy in Colorado. Jackson crashed the Monday before they were leaving for Right. Yeah, this is a great story, by the way. So we went down. Aiden was going to spend the night with Jackson and hang out. I did not go with him that day. Chris leaves. Aiden's with Jackson at the house. Jackson was doing some laps and crashes. Instantly goes, I broke my wrist. So yeah, he tried, So Rob, we talked about Rob earlier in the podcast. Rob said, hey, try this line. He does a step up, loops out, let's go of his bike, full freaking Ronnie Mackett, uh, breaks his wrist. He did, I think it's broke. Let's go get x-rays. He goes to the, the hospital in Denver. They go, oh, yeah, you got a crack here, and, and it's, broke, it's broke here in a couple of spots. And then, well, there's a spot right here. It looks like you have cancer. You might have cancer. So then Aiden texts Heather and I. Yeah, his wrist is broken. He might have cancer. I'm like, what? what? So this kid, great family, great kid. I'm thinking it kind of just put a dampener on a whole fucking trip. Oh, yeah. We all just got instantly sad. A um, couple hours goes by. We get a text. Say, yeah, it's broke, uh, it, but it's not cancer. So thank God, right? But the kid, Jackson. Instantly was like, well, we're still going. I'm to still going. Is. I still want to race. I'm going. So we're going to fucking brace it up, and I'm racing. It was his left hand, by the way. Yeah, so. To have that mental outlook on things is 90% of, of everything in racing. Right. So it's good to see Aiden with that kind of person around him because yes. if there is a weakness in Aiden, it's mental toughness. Yep. And Jackson went to Loretta's and he raced 125 BC and Schoolboy 2? Schoolboy 1. Schoolboy 1. And he raced all six he motors. He crashed a lot. He did. doesn't matter. He tried. He did what he could do. Mm-hmm. And he showed up and he did it and had the experience. That's badass Yep. to me. You don't see kids doing that. Nope. So good job over there at the Pascal family. I think that's that's cool to see that. Yep. Um, at least for us, at least, you know. Yeah. I don't get to see that a lot around Southern California. No. At least we don't. I don't. We don't hang around much people, right? We don't hang around many people. Nope. Aiden doesn't have really a lot of dirt bike friends here. We have the Alofs, and they're actually, he's, he's going to be good too, I feel like, you know, because yep. he's mentally tough. He's a strong kid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that was a that was a cool story, and uh, for me to wrap this whole thing up, the experience for me, uh, I've never been like the one like yeah, Loretta Lynn, so awesome. But for me, this was a great experience. Yeah, of course, winning helps the situation, but way better experience this time than when you and I went. Correct. We couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there last oh, time. Yeah, it was horrible. Like literally, I didn't even race my last moto. Because I was so shitty and I had bike problems that were like, eh, fuck it. Let's go to Nashville and watch the Tennessee Titans, you know, preseason. <laughs> so we bounced. So we did. not a good example for Aiden, by the way. No. Nope. That's not a good example or anybody listening to this. But that's what happened. And this 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 year we uh we had a good time. We did it as a family. Um there's ups and downs, you go through it. These are things that I'll remember, you will remember, Aiden will remember for the rest of our lives. Yes. So Thank you, Davey. Thank you, MX Sports. Thank you, Tim Cotter, for pushing to go have this race through all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, it ran smoothly. Thank you to Monster for putting on a cool event, helping us along with all the fucking 
um, stands, the misty blowers, all the shit that they'd put in. You know, you say what you want about Monster, but they put money back into our sport. Even the fireworks. I'm not going to wear a Monster hat unless they pay me. Which, by the way, Monster, I'm available. Vet riders drink Monster too, so if you need a Monster rider, I'm available. <laughs> oh, also, how about the fact that you and Aiden were the first father son? This is what I was getting to. Okay. So to wrap this thing up here, Aiden and I, and this was confirmed, Davey just said this morning, we are the first father and son ever in Loretta Lynn's history to podium together. I won, got on the podium. Aiden got third on Tuesday. That's the first time that has ever happened in Loretta Lynn's history. 39 years. That is badass. That is amazing. That's amazing. Seeing someone, I said that on one of my posts and someone's like, oh no, Tomax did it back in 2001. Davey checked. That did not happen. Did not happen. To- Tomac did podium. John did win, but it was separate years. Gotcha. So this is all, and when we say this ever, we say in the same year. Yep. Right. This has happened in different years with, with father and son, but not in the same year. Right. So thank you to Aiden for busting his ass and getting a third. I appreciate that. That's a cool stat that will be hopefully forever ingrained in Loretta Lynn's history. Yep. When people say, oh, father and son, Kiefer's, that's pretty huge. Yep. Even if we were in with the Tomax, to say Tomax and Kiefer's in the same sentence, that's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, so that was a little so feather. Happy. And I'm a California State champ. Yep. California won the championship with the most titles. I helped that. That's and, badass. And you got... I don't I don't know about that. Someone said that, but I don't know if that's true. Someone said I got Vet Rider of the Year, but I don't know about that for sure. I needed to look into that. Oh. We left early. Yep, we bailed. So the, there was a award ceremony at 4.30 on Saturday. We just said, we're out. We got to go home. So Aiden didn't get his... So Aiden's getting his fourth place trophy shipped to him, along with the California State Championship. And possibly... So hopefully Vet thing. Yep. That'd be cool. But that was our week. That was cool. Now let's talk about the money. Yep. A lot of people want to know about the money situation. So what did you come up with? I came up close. It was like almost nine grand. Okay. So nine grand includes what? Let people know what that includes. So So break it down. I figured the entry fees for Paula, the gate entry fees for Paula, the gas to go to Washougal, the hotel in Washougal, the entry fees for Washougal, the extra practice fees that we had to pay in Washougal. Before we keep going on, let's give a shout out to some people that helped. And I want to talk about this. I don't ask for help. People, A lot of people came up to me and say, hey, can I help? And I say no. Yep. I don't want a handout. No. I don't want to fucking start a go. F- I, I, I'm not about that life. But there was some, a few people that insisted to help just for Aiden's cause. Mm-hmm. Um. Regis Harrington, if you guys know Reg back in the day, Andy raced Supercross. He now is, he drives stunt vehicles for the movies. Mm-hmm. Covert, covert camera vehicles. You guys can look that up on Instagram. He helped Aiden, gave Aiden some money. Zeb Armstrong from up north. He runs the tracks, Marysville, Hangtown, um, Prairie City, sorry. And uh, he gave us a little bit of money for Aiden. And of course, Epoxyit, he is... Um, Jesse is a good dude out here, owns his own business, owns epoxy floor company. He's also helped out. And there is another gentleman, just a random fan that just deposited money, somehow found my Venmo and deposited some money. And I apologize right now. I have his name and I will mention this later in another post of mine, but he also sent money. That's awesome. So thank you guys. Really cool to see people want to help support 
and I almost feel like shit because I don't like taking anything right. from anybody. But uh, thank you to those people. That means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to Aiden. Yes. So uh, it helped out a little bit, but I would have thought it would have been more than $9,000, honestly. Well, I mean, I didn't figure in the $4,000 for the air conditioner for the van. So, I mean, we can throw that in there. Okay. So uh, that was going to happen. We have to have that anyway. So we can't really throw that in there. I, I know, mean, but just conveniently it happened right before the right. Uh What about you um, got the Nashville Hotel in there? Yes, I put the the Nashville Hotel and the other one we had and in. You got the parking permits. You got the golf cart costs. You got the motorhome costs. You got the food that we spent. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got the fuel fuel cost to get there. I ballparked it at like I think it was like five or six hundred dollars for and fuel. And you knew the entry fees. You knew how much those were. I believe entry fees were wasn't like a thousand dollars. It was a grand, pretty much, to get us signed up. And then two fifty for the hookup. And then transponders. Extra $100 to get there early. Yep. The pit pass. Here, Here's the other thing. If you guys go to Loretta's and they have, you you get a pit vehicle, make sure you pay for your pit vehicle before you go to Loretta's because the price goes up once you get there. Right. By an extra like $20. Really? I mean, I know it's $20, but like it's $20. Right. Because I think it was what, 50 bucks online or 40 I don't know. It's just all I see is money. Everywhere I went, I saw money spending, just getting ejected out of my fucking bank account. Mm-hmm. Money, money, money. Oh, Nashville RV, hundred and eighty bucks because we didn't clean the fucking motorhome when we left. When you told me that they had a cleaning fee that we paid for, we did. But they, how does they designate? How do they designate? I'll read you the email. No, no, no I'm just saying. How do they designate what's clean and what's not? I, I don't know because I didn't think our motorhome was that dirty. It wasn't. We had dishes, and we left the dishes. They said they're cleaning it. Right. And we swept it out, and we made the beds weren't made. What What the fuck else? If it was dirty because it rained and it was muddy on the outside. I don't know. What do you want from us, Nashville RV? Just keep taking money. I know. But next year, Nashville RV, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back. And yeah. I'll, and I'll get another bigger motorhome. Yes, like the one next to us. And then we're going to talk about, before we get it, what designates a dirty motorhome and not. Yes. I need to know this. So we can again twenty percent, Heather. We need to get that twenty percent in there. Well, twenty percenter. Don't assume. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're a turd. You're uh, lucky. You're lucky. You're a champion right now. I'm a national champion. Can we talk about a little bit of something? And this should be with coffee. The keepers. We only boned one time. Oh, you it's... you denied a lot. Denied a lot. It's which is fine. Save the save the testosterone, right? But come on, dude, that's bad. And we talked about this in another coffee with the keepers about camping and doing it and all these things. Like, listen, I just felt so dirty. No, I'm out. I don't want dirty. That's I'm out. Right? Like you just you never like. And we've been home, and I still haven't done anything. We've only been home for like since yesterday. I came home went to sleep so fast. Oh, you're out. So tired. I had to go by Steve's and do a podcast, you know, all this work. But was it worth it? Yeah, it was a good time. I had a good time. And I'm stoked about the trophy. People are like, oh, if you guys see on Instagram a lot of uh, Loretta Lynn's posts, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm proud of my accomplishments. I'm proud because I know how hard you I'm a national worked. champion. <laughs> I'm pissing excellence this morning. I'm going to let you know about this for a little bit. That's fine. Every morning you're awake, I'm going to say, you roll over, you're going to kiss a national champion. How's it feel? Feels amazing, right? National champion. That's fabulous. I should say amateur national champion. That's what I should say. 
See, we need to go back because you need to win and Aiden needs to win. Then you I'm guys, out. Oh, you're done? Yeah, I'm done. So we'll go back. It'll just be for Aiden. You won't race? I'm like Peyton Manning. I'm going to win it and I'm out. Okay, so but hold on. So if well, Aiden- I'm like John Elway. I'm going to win it and I'm out. I'm, I'm referencing Denver Bronco people. I thought you'd be in. I am in. I'm just a little shocked here. You, cause you can't reference your dolphins. I'm out. Good times, everybody. Thanks for having me at Red Lens. I appreciate it. I'm going to wear a number one t-shirt if we do go back around the, the pits, but I will not be racing. Really? So you're not going to race? No, I'm out. So, okay, this brings me to another point. I have a bullet point here. Double duty. That was my bullet point. To race and take care of Aiden. Thank God Greg was there. We needed Greg. Yes. Thank you, Greg. But holy shit. It's a lot. It is a lot. I saw Pavolni there. His kid was racing. If you guys know James Pavolni, he was there. He's like, dude, I don't know how you're doing it. That's gnarly. Nick Way, I, I'm not doing that. There's no way I'm racing and having Vincent race. It's a lot of fucking work. But do you also think because... One, because I'm competitive and I want to do good. If I guess if I didn't care, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get eighth, tenth, whatever. Yeah, I, I guess I could do it because I could give two shits. But I still care about my result. So I understand why guys don't race because it's a lot of effort, a lot of work, and I want to pay attention to Aiden. I don't want to be, yeah, I'm racing and I'm, you know, I want to win a title and my kid's racing. You know? It would be good to ask Bob Zing what, he, what his take is on the whole thing because he raced and his kid raced. So he had double duty. And he was busting his ass. Yeah. But he wasn't in the, in the run. He knew he wasn't going to win. So it was less pressure. I knew that I could win. Yeah. So with that comes expectation. Could you imagine, too, if they didn't have a number of classes, like a cap? What do you mean? Well, like you can only race two classes at Loretta's. Could you imagine if there was no cap and Aiden was racing like... You couldn't do that. I mean, there's too many... The kid, the, the cream of the crop would win too much and other kids wouldn't get a chance to win. But that's what I'm saying. Could you imagine if there wasn't a cap and Aiden was racing, let's say, four classes? Four classes? No, because we wouldn't then- do it. That'd be more money. <laughs> It'd be more money. Oh my god! My bank account is seriously low right now. But it's good memories. It's memories, but I mean, we need we need to live. I know, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm out. So you're out. We go back. You're not racing. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna, I'm waving in the studio right now to to the everyone. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. It was a good time and good to meet all the Pulp fans at Loretta Lens. A lot of you guys out there. It's cool to see um, and hear all the stories and. Thank you guys for coming up and introducing yourself. I like that. Unlike Steve, I like to meet people. I like to know the backstory on why you listen to the show, why you listen to Pulp Show, and even the complaints like, hey, Kiefer, do this better. I like this. I'm so bummed. There was a guy walking, right? We, Aiden and I were leaving the start to go up to watch, mm-hmm. and I saw some guy walking with a Kiefer After Dark shirt, and I was like, I saw him in the distance. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't have time. I got to go watch Chris race. That's fucked up. That's what Steve would do. You just did a Steve. Well, I, he didn't see him. me. He didn't see me. I didn't, like if he A&H steved somebody. If he would have actually like approached me like, hey, Heather, I'd have been totally cool and like stopped and talked to him, but I was more focused on getting up because you know you have to go down and around and up and over and find a parking spot and then walk down to go up to the monster tower i mean it's like a 15 minute drive i'm sick of golf carts dude <laughs> i'm sick of golf carts there's actually on the roads that the, the roads got rougher over the week golf <sighs> cart rough the holes started getting bigger like, <laughs> the actual the the pit lanes started changing that's how many fucking golf carts are out there oh so bad I want to give thanks to a couple of people before I talk about the bikes. 
thank you, of course, to Fly Racing for getting me 21 gear. Loved it. Aiden loved it. It's good. It's awesome. We had a we looked bitching. I thought we were best dressed, honestly. Yeah. I, was... I I feel like I was the best older looking dude there besides my face. Stop. Why it. don't you? When I'm on the podium, I have these pictures. I look like I, I got I ate. It looks like I ate asshole all over my face because there's mud and I have this like <laughs> I have this look on my face. Help me out. Wipe my face. I, I, I'm trying to, and there's so many people talking, and you're looking in a million directions, and you walk away from me, and you're like, don't. You're kind of swatting me away. What oh, am my, I supposed my lip was jacked up too. I had like a, a, a fever blister on my lip from Colorado. That hurt. Mm-hmm. That sucked. But I look like a piece of trash when I see some of these photos of me on the podium. I'm like, oh my God. It's ugly. No, it's not. It's so ugly. Oh like I'm God. like, how do you even like me? I love you. That's insane. It's insane to me. Like it's so bad. No. Saw a couple of basement members there. So um, thank you, Fly Racing. Thank you, Rocky Mountain ATV MC. Please go shop there. They support me. They have supported me since I started this thing. I left Dirt Rider. They were one of the first ones to jump on board to this podcast. They're good people. And, uh, man, it, it's it's amazing to see how these how these quality people uh, help me out. Thank you, Eric at Works Connection. Eric's, whew, man, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's helped us out for many years. Yes. And, um, man, it's it's been, a, it's been a great time. Thank you, VP Racing, for giving us... Um, some racing fuel that that's a big cost that I didn't have to spend my own money on. So thank you to VP. Um, thank you to Dunlop for stepping in and helping out at a last minute pinch again, miscommunication on my part, but I'm still a Pirelli fan. I will run Pirelli's here at home as well. So everyone calm down. No hate comms on Pirelli. Nope. I like that tire. You can like more than one tire people. It's okay. Here's the thing. I separate my brand, right? What me, I hate saying this, Chris Kiefer. What I like may be different than what Kiefer Inc. testing does. Kiefer Inc. testing is a media outlet. We're going to test everything. I'm going to give you a straight-up advice on everything, right? Yes. Just because I choose something on my own time doesn't mean that the other part or the other product is shit. I will tell you it's shit. If if this was here and I go, I ran dull out because Pirelli sucks, I would have said that. I have no problem with that. I'm not getting money from Pirelli. I'm not getting money from Dunlop. And even if I did get money, it's because I actually like it. That's why we have these advertisers, Heather. Yep. They're on here because I like the product. Exactly. We would be a lot richer. You know that? Right. If I would just be like, yeah, sure. I'll take the money and I'll say good shit about it. We but could you're be, honest and that's... Man, we could have a lot of money. Let's do that next year. Let's just blow people's No, because that's not what you're about. <laughs> I know. Stop it. So... Thank you for the people that helped out. Seriously, the guys who chipped in for Aiden, thank you so much. We we really appreciate that. I don't. I know you didn't know about some of that. No, but, I didn't. Um, That's amazing. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I'm sure there's other people that I'm I'm forgetting. So forgive us if we are. Um, Works Connection, RockyMountainATVMC.com, Fly Racing. Who else, babe, that helped us out here? I mean, there's a there's Race Tech. Chris at Race Tech got suspension done in a hurry for Aiden. I wish I would have ran some. Honestly, I'll be straight up too. Thank you, Enzo. Yoshi, Ross at Enzo did my stuff. I've been uh, a big component of Enzo stuff on my Yamahas for a while, not just because Race Tech. And this is a perfect example. I love Race Tech stuff, but also I like Enzo stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I love Ross. I love Yoshi. Good people. They did my stuff for on my 450. Um, Go ahead. XPR for Aiden's bike. <laughs> We're going to talk about Chad here about these bikes right now. Yep. 
But yeah, Chad worked his ass off on the YZ125, which was fast as balls. And I wish Aiden would have showed that on the starts, but that's nothing to do with Chad. That's a, something to do with my kid hey, sucking ass on starts. He, he showed a glimmer of it in that last moto. The bike was good. So let's talk about the bike. Let's, I'm going to include you in this. I know you don't give a shit about this part. Okay. We're an hour, 30 minutes deep in this thing. We're going to talk about the bikes. Kiefer, I got this question asked to me on the podium from Weege. Why did you pick the YZ450F? Let's start this. This is this is a little slippery slope here. Okay. So 2017, I chose the KTM 450 SXF. I love that bike. I went back east. Did not love that bike. Did not love that bike. <laughs> Why? My suspension was a little off. This was like when I first started riding KTMs a lot on my own time. I was figuring some shit out. Mm-hmm. I was off on my suspension. Too soft. I had a Kropovich muffler, which wasn't enough um, bottom end for me. Mm-hmm. It was a quiet muffler. So to get out of that deeper shit wasn't good didn't really have a good time with that bike fast forward a couple years i love that bike i want to ride a ktm more here at home i love it and i think if i would have brought a ktm my setting that i have now to loretta's this year i would have loved it but it was the unknown for me i know a yz 450 f is good it does things that i like so let's talk about this 80 percent riding ability i did 80 percent First mode, I was at 65% because I had a lead. But it allows me to ride at 80% the way I like to ride and go fast. People mm-hmm. say, how does that work, Kiefer? I ride smooth. I try to push. I make mistakes. I don't do as good. I'm a smooth rider. I'm, I'm a little bit more technical. I kind of hop over things. I, am, uh, I roll my corners different than other people. The YZ450F fits that. Yep. Great engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a choice of FMF or Pro Circuit muffler on that. A pro circuit ended up on my bike. FMF, uh, I've been working with those guys, and they're a sponsor of this show. Have a great muffler as well, but it didn't come in time. It actually did come in time, but the neighbor had the box, didn't know it got shipped, so I left. Oh, shit. Again, 20%, Heather. Miscommunication. So (laughs) if you're looking for a muffler for your Yamaha, and and you guys know this, I'm a big advocate of the stock muffler. Pro Circuit or FMF have great mufflers. Pro Circuit stayed on my bike. I was going to change them out because I did finally get the muffler at Loretta Lens, but I was uh, being told not to change anything because people are freaking out. Don't change anything you want. Just leave it alone. So we left it alone. Um, YZ450F with Enzo suspension, a little bit of stiffer setting. I liked that. And I put a Vortex ignition on my YZ450F, not because I needed more power, but because I needed a broader power so the stock yz450f is very aggressive off the bottom even with the tp 3.0 travis ain't gonna want to hear this Uh oh. tp 3.0 is a little bit better than stock map but still maybe too touchy and he'll tell me well you, you can adjust it yamaha power tuner up you can adjust it yes you can but you have a lot more range with the vortex ignition than you do with the stock parameters of the stock ecu so Chad at XPR and Jamie from Twisted Development helped me develop some ECU settings. I ended up running Chad's setting because I had more time on it, mm-hmm. and he did a great job. So if you guys are looking for a broader power for your YZ450F, and you want it to be crisper, have more recovery, but yet not so jerky through corners, look into a Vortex Ignition from Chad or Jamie. Both of them do a good job. I ran Chad's again at XPR, and he has a good setting. So if you guys are looking for that, I'm sure he has a key for setting. He can put that in there. 
and make your YZ even better. I worked my ass off on that ECU city, and so did Chad. We did a lot of work, and Chad knows how picky I am. He rolls his eyes a lot. He's like, oh, fuck, here we go. Kiefer's a nightmare. I am a nightmare because I want it to work good. So that is what my bike was. I had nothing else done to it. T4, ignition, pro-circuit muffler system, Enzo suspension. I ran stock bars. Uh, I ran stock grips. I I'm, ran I'm it. Yep. It was a great bike. Didn't do anything wrong. I sucked at starts. That's my fault. Um, I had to drop my whole shot device down a little bit more. I didn't do that. Uh, and I ran Dunlop MX3S front tire, MX33 rear tire. That was it. Never ran a paddle. Nope. That was my setup. I like it. Love it. Live it. You like that? Yeah. Like it, love it, live it. Like it, love Why it. Why is he 450F? So that's why I chose a Yamaha. No, I that do not work for Yamaha. Slo- and no, I don't get paid by Yamaha. That should be their new slogan. And no, I don't give a shit about Travis Preston just because he's my buddy. That's why I ride Yamaha. That's false. We're going to have a talk I'm with Travis when now. he comes up this week. I'm Team Green. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, how many times I talk about the Kawasaki on the trip? All the time. I can't wait to ride it. That's what I looked. I came home. I looked at it. Can't wait to ride it. All right. Team Green. So is that going to be maybe? Maybe that will get me out of Loretta's. If Team Green sponsors me for Loretta's next year, I will come out. Oh, but the Honda's going to be good too, though. Fuck. Um, The new Honda's going to be good. But I'm Team Green right now. I'm Team Green. Well, you could race two classes and take two different bikes. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be good. And then Aiden can race two classes and have two different bikes, and then nah, that's too much. I'm out. We took four bikes with us this I'm time. Out. Okay, let's get let's focus in on the bikes. Hey, quick shout out though to Yamaha for bringing power washers out to Loretta's. Dude, seriously, badass power washers. Too. Yes, all week they were running all week and they didn't fail. Nope. There they was one. Like, there was one hot wired. I guess there's three. Someone fucked up the 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 button or something. Oh boy, there's like three or four power wash stations, and they had like four at every station. That's cool. Yep, that's a lot of money, and those things for. For them to run all fucking week long to power wash and be still running, that's that's impressive. That's a, that's a good power wash. I have wash. a Karcher. The Karcher's fine. But maybe Yamaha, since I won you a championship, maybe, maybe you should be thinking about washer. getting me a present. Just thank you, Chris, for winning a championship, making our bike look good. Here's a power washer. Just throwing it out there. Monster money, <laughs> Yamaha power washers. <laughs> I can use all of that. Um, YZ125. Again... We chose a YZ for Aiden over the KTM because suspension and cornering ability. Aiden liked that bike more. You're yawning. Are you over it? No, I'm not over it. I just... You're just over it, people. No, I'm just catching up for this. You need to this... drink? No. Want, a, want some alcohol or anything? No, I don't want a bitch pop. <laughs> I will not drink a bitch pop till Saturday in the jacuzzi with Travis and Allie. When Travis comes over, he better celebrate because I won them a championship. I don't think Travis ever won a Loretta's title. Oh, maybe that's why he's not talking. Hey, I don't think Travis ever won a Loretta. So I have something on him. He has his, he has his fucking Supercross title. That's fine. He could take it. Do your Supercross thing, Travis. <laughs> take it. I got Loretta's title. You don't suck. It, it. it took Travis a couple of days to text. I hope. To and, God and, he his, and his message yeah, no, was, I'm really, it. he's like, I'm really proud of Aiden. <laughs> yeah. What a dick. <laughs> you see, why do I have friends like that? Because I think it's a kid. I know. I'm just busting. I know. Travis is a good dude. But. He's not an amateur national champion like me. Suck it, Trev. Anyway, the YZ125, <laughs> uh, Chad built the engine, did the head, did the cylinder, um, stock bottom end. Again, um, Pro Circuit Pipe, Ryan Villapoto edition. Oh. 
and a carbon silencer. Aiden ran Pro Taper Bars, um, which is a bend you can't get. God, I wish I could. I really wish I could get you guys these bend because the the bend that we run is not available, but it is a great bend. Why is it not available? It's a great question. I do not know why Pro Taper will not sell this bend, and maybe they will now because I'm going to bitch about it. But so how'd you it's get called it? the Suzuki Race Team Bend. They have a Suzuki Bend, so don't freak out out there if they go, oh yeah, they do have it. No, they do not have it. It's a proprietary bend, and I think they only offer it to racers. But somehow I stumbled across it. I managed to get a couple sets, put one on my KTM, which is on there, and put one on Aiden's YZ125, and he loves it. I didn't have enough for his Honda. He had to run stock Honda bars, but Pro Taper. Well, you could have been nice taking it off your KTM. Uh, no, it's too much. He had to earn it, so he can earn it. He earned it now. Now I, I would put it on there for him because oh. he did good. So when that when his YZ goes back, are you going to take that bar off? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's gold. It's all jacked up looking, but I'm still going to take it. So anyway, YZ125, Chad at XPR. If you guys up. are looking for a guy who builds great engines, and again, I always reference Chad and Jamie, but these are the guys I know that do great work, are good people, and are no bullshit, and they're not here to fuck you. Oh, yeah, and oh, by the way, we owe Chad 500 bucks. Yep. So we paid for that engine. Uh, Chad and Jamie do great work, like I said. So um, the head, cylinder, we ran MRX-02 fuel. We ran, um, we purchased Motorex premix. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did there. And Racetech suspension. We revalved it for Aiden's dick and ribs style. <laughs> and uh, that's what we took. And like I said, Six more horsepower than stock. Lots of torque. He does Mike Alessi's YZ125. If you guys are familiar with that, before this COVID shit hit, Mike was going to race these 125 races out in the outdoors. And Chad does um, his engines. He does the Moto Concepts Honda engines. Um, reputable guy from Canada. He's a Canadian. Did yep. you know that? I did know that. Um, so him and his wife are very good people. They have a shop in Temecula. Oh, their little girl's so cute. The girl is cute. And uh, thank you, Chad, XPR, for dialing us in. So if you guys are looking for a reputable two-stroke engine builder that does good work, that's my recommendation is Chad, as well as Jamie. Yep. Jamie, uh, he said he would actually do Aiden's bike as well, but he was a little bit busier. Yep. And so I chose Chad. I will definitely have Jamie do other stuff on mine because uh, he's a great person as well and does really good work. There's no, I mean – you guys know what Twisted Development does. They do a, they do a lot of guys' stuff out there. So so maybe, because Aiden's going to race the two-stroke national mm-hmm. in October. Is he? Yes. Well, oh. we talked about this because remember- We did. Well, yeah, because the Pascals are coming out. Yeah. And yeah. the Sweeney's. Yeah. Here we go. A&H coming in, coming in know, hot. We already got it on schedule. We got a schedule. Where's this fucking calendar with all these fucking races? I'm looking in the office. And I don't see anything. Uh, the calendar's in the garage. I'm actually going to pull it out and start marking shit down. So, if you see me at the at the track, people, and I look sad, this is why. I'm very sad that I'm going to listen. Be... And if you see that, you know, why don't at some point in time can I just stay home and you take Aiden? Yeah, I don't know. You if won't Aiden... be able to because you can't drive home drunk. I won't drink. At the... I don't drink at practice. <clears throat> it's only race. <clears throat> I never take cocktails to the track ever. Uh, no, Chris, Bull- back me up here. Chris? Yeah. Bullshit. When, when do you see me at the track? And it's just a regular. You pack fucking 
No, I don't. When you we pack alcohol into the ice chest, little bags. You go, oh, we have this for the afterwards. I can have this at races, not at the anyway, regular. Can we focus in on the bikes? We talked enough about alcohol in this. Anyways, podcast. so Aiden Jamaha is going to have to go back. You said. Yes, it's a test bike. So he's going to need a new bike. So are we going to pull out the stuff that Chad did and put in his new 125 that he's going to get? Or should we have Jamie build him something? I don't know. It's way, it's, it's right now I got to focus in on what we're talking about right now. Why is he 125 Aiden raced? <laughs> let's, let's give a shout out to Roost MX too. Yeah, Roost. Roost MX, Finn over there, Christina. Christina wasn't there, but thank you, Roost MX, for the graphics. Hooked Aiden up, made him his own banner, which he wants to hang in his room, which I thought is, is pretty cool. You got a banner, too. We just forgot to hang your banner up. You jacked me. I'm sorry. You don't My fault. See, this is the thing. She don't give a shit about me. It's all about Aiden now. Yeah, it's all about Aiden. I'm out. <laughs> awesome. Uh, last but not least, shout out to B&B Cycles up in the high des. Yep. Shout out to B&B Cycles. Hi, Dez. Got Aiden a Honda CRF 250R. $8,000, right? Yeah, something like that. $8,000. Holy hell. That's awesome. There was only two Hondas in California available. Yep. One was up north. One was right here in Victorville, in California. And we got Aiden a Honda. And I would love to tell you more about that, but there, we didn't do nothing to that bike it's stock aiden rode stock spring stock suspension stock engine stock pipes stock grips stock it's bars stock oh we put a seat cover on it though yeah, guts racing seat cover aiden loves that thing i love guts it's funny during one of the races 250 races i was up in the tower and i heard someone say oh what is this class and they're like oh it's 250c junior limited and they're like limited what does that mean they're like oh, i think they can only put like a pipe on it and i'm laughing going you can't even put a pipe on it like you can't even A&H coming in hot with the facts i didn't say anything i just book. laughed i just chuckled i was like don't be the wife that I thinks she say, knows everything no Please i didn't don't say be that wife. i didn't say i know i'm just saying anything. And when later on down the road even though you will probably know more than one dude don't be that wife. I won't be that wife. I, because I, just, I don't want to get back to me like... Your wife's a bitch. Your wife's freaking telling everybody what's up over there. You know, it's just like... No, I was just laughing because I'm like thinking... And I wouldn't have known this if it wasn't for you telling me like, oh, no, I was going to do this. You can't even change that. You can't do anything. Anything. I, mean, I should take that back. You can do certain... You could do suspension. We could have did his suspension. But that's it, right? Um, There's other little things that you could do like radiators. Um, I thought you couldn't do radiators. That's yeah, you can do grips, bars... You can't do anything to the engine or exhaust or brakes. Listen, people people get really crazy. Look, I, I'm not going to say who, but I was watching a stock class, another stock class, and one KTM did not sound stock. I'm very, very familiar with the stock KTM sound. And that was not and it. And that was not it. So, Well, what's funny is Chris told me a story last year at Loretta's in one of the younger <laughs> classes. They protested up to... Sixth place? Seventh place? Seventh place won. Yes. Because everyone else protested, and then the guys who protested the protest we're, we're, got Jack. We're, we're cheating. So seventh place was legal. He won. That's insane. That's like, Loretta's. That's Loretta's. I So quick fun fact here. I put 21 plastic on my YZ450. So here, let's just be real transparent right here. This is what we do. Yep. I got a 2021 YZ450F. It hasn't changed. 2020 and 2021 is the same exact bike minus graphics. My <clears throat> 2020 YZ450F test bike has a lot, a lot of, of hours. I got my 21 test bike, and I was going to race it. I was going to say, fuck it. I'm going to race it. It's the same bike, right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to protest me? I'm gonna, it's the same bike. Don't care. It's the same bike. 
Protest me. It's the exact same bike. It's not like the bike is different. It's the same exact motorcycle. So I had it all planned. I'm going to ride the 21, rolling up, no problem, because it's a fresh bike, not to worry about anything. Well, as it got closer, you're feeding into my head. Paul's coming into me like, dude, don't do that. If they protest you, you win, you're effed, blah, 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 blah. You can right. I go, dude, we're 40 years old. Who's going to put a protest up in the 40-year-old class? Someone. No one. Oh, please. So I was there's, so pissed. There's that always I that everything. guy. I had to swap my suspension back over, my ECU back over, blah, 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 blah. And I rode the 20, but I put the 21 plastic on my 20 just to see if anyone was would say anything. Not one person said anything. Nothing. So I could have ran the 21, but I'm fine. Yeah, but you know what would happen? Nothing. No, you would have won, and someone would have been like, mm, uh, uh. It's fine. So we didn't ride uh, the 21. I rode the 20. And then I was he, legal. I was and, legal, everybody. Oh, you weren't like uh, big boring it? No, big. that's too much. That bike's too fast anyway. Uh, so the Honda, we didn't do much to the Honda graphics, seat cover, and that was it. So that those are the and why did we? Okay, let me let me quarterback this. Why did we choose the Honda for Aiden? Aiden rode a YZ250F before Loretta's. Yep. I was trying to get all of us on the same brand because it would have been a great marketing strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to be a little bit of Brian Deegan here and trying to strategize our marketing program, the Kiefer's. Yep. How cool would it have been? Father, son on Yamaha. Father and son on Yamaha's. We had it, but little Dick and Ribs out there wanted to ride a Honda because it fits him better. It's a little bit slower off the bottom. He does not a heavy kid. It turns a little bit better. So he tried the Yamaha. Didn't like it as much. Aiden, I'm, he's in the other room. Come in here for a second. Get in the studio real quick. Real quick. Um, he chose uh, the Honda. Uh, just because of uh, how it corners, how it delivers its power, and you know, just overall feel of the motorcycle. But it would have been really nice to have that extra marketing tool to uh, have a Yamaha YZ250F and a YZ450F as the bikes of choice for first father and son of Loretta Lynn's. Wouldn't that have been something else? That would have been great. So that didn't happen. And here he comes, the guy who ruins the whole marketing program, my son, Aiden Kiefer. Hello, Aiden. Hello, Dad. So I'm just talking a little bit about why you chose a Honda CRF250R. Okay, so I chose it just because it's an easier bike to ride and it corners better. And I felt like with Loretta's and ruts and everything and sense of how smooth the power is, I felt like it would be best just to go for the Honda just so it's easier to ride. Do you understand that we could have been first father and son and we could have marketed this? And we, we could have probably we still, we still are the first father and son to do it, but on different brands. You would have probably still would have done just as good, probably no. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I did really good on the Honda. No, you did. You did great. Obviously, you got third, right? So yeah, that's good. So real quick, we talked a lot about about this already. Give us your overall experience about Loretta's as as a, as a fourteen year old kid. For overall experience, it was honestly really fun. Just the race in general. And outside of the race, too, like, it was probably the most uh, organized race we right. probably raced the whole time. Like, when they say your race is at, like, 2.30, your race is at 2.30. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That it, Everything is on time. There was only one time that I, my moto was a little bit late because some kid got hurt, but that, you can't really do anything about that. Um, I would – it's ran smoothly. No, here, still give it to him. Um, I ran smoothly – 
Um, caution flags are there's a couple caution flaggers that sucked, but for the most part, everything ran good. Give us a little bit of snippet. We talked about your race, but give us one thing that you did good, and give us one thing that you need to improve on. One thing that I did good on is probably my aggression. Aggression, yeah. One thing that sucked were my starts. So we need to work on starts. And and for those of you guys listening, why don't we work on starts? You haven't really raced that much. So you haven't got a lot of gates, gate drops, right? No, because when we wanted to race and I started mapping everything out, they started canceling all of them because of the pandemic. How did Michael Leslie help you? Uh, he, pa- he packed my gate. Is, did, you, did you feel the, the, the transfer of power when I he was doing it? it. I, f- I felt like Michael Leslie that time. Yeah, so you got a better. Well, you're not Michael Essie because you would have got a three bike lane cold <laughs> shot, but you didn't do that. Uh, a Ray came out and watched you. I thought that was cool. A Ray came and watched me podium. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. This is this whole trip the highlight of your life so far. Yes. Why? Because I got to spend time with all my friends, and I got to watch you win a championship. Right. And then I also podiumed it and did really good. Yeah. Which I feel like I could have probably done better. You but had it in the 125, one moto. I did. Man. You cartwheeled. Yeah. Cartwheeled pretty good. Yeah, so we got to work on not crashing. But give us the experience as a 14-year-old California kid coming to the ranch about the track. How gnarly is the track? The track, I feel like the most gnarliest time I saw the track was on practice day. Because it was so Dude, gnarly. your eyes were so big through the goggles. It was so gnarly. It I was... made the guy laugh, one of the mechanics laugh. I was sitting there, I go, dude, my kid went by, I saw all I saw was eyes. He's like, oh, my God, that's so funny. It's just the ruts weren't bad. It was just the braking bumps. That's it. Like, the braking bumps were probably The whole track's like... a braking bump. <laughs> Literally, everywhere you go, there's a braking bump. Everywhere. So. Um, and there's, like, in the coming out of the ruts is huge potholes. Yeah. And, like, I've never rode ruts where, like, it's going halfway down the straightaway. How good was your YZ125? Dude, it was so good. Thank you, Chad. It was awesome. Do you want to ride 125s anymore? Yes. I, I was... Already planned this out, so uh, I like how you and your mom are planning this out, and I'm in a separate vehicle, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, I I didn't have anything to do with this. This is all Aiden, so he's going to give you his rundown of his next year. Okay, this is great for me. I've never so, heard this people, so go ahead. I'm going to stay on 125s. Okay, I'm going to ride Schoolboy One. Well, like and, whole year, like okay. So in October, I want to do the two stroke race just for fun, since uh, Mikey. Well, what do you mean just for fun? What does that mean? Like, if if you're racing, we're racing. You don't say I'm going out just for fun. Like, if you go to a race, you go to win. Okay, that's what you do. Go ahead. So I want to start riding Supercross. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Where the hell are you going to ride Supercross? Mumford's. Oh God. Go to Mumford's, ride Supercross. Why? Why? Okay, let me finish. Okay. And then uh, do a couple futures, and it, apparently, if you like. I earn like some amount of points. You get to race Monster Cup, like the amateur day. Okay. So I want to do that. And then I want to do um, Spring Nationals at Freestone. So, yeah, Texas. Okay, so I take about what I uh, take back what I said, people. I do want to go fund me account now <laughs> uh, because I'm going to be poor as shit. Dude, that's a lot of work. Yeah. What do you have to do for me? Training. Oh, that's it? And eating right. What else? And showing you effort. How's that lawn doing back there? He was just doing chores when I went 
I'm just saying, you got to show effort more than a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be consistent. You have to want it. You need, and then when you do do the work, it has to be proper, not half-ass. You have to do it hard, consistently, and just bust your ass. That's what I need to see. And, of course, you need to be humble, you need to be respectful, and you need to be approachable. As part of racing, too, son, like, you can be as fast as you want, but if you're a little dickhead, who cares, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you have a monster helmet or a monster hat. Who gives a shit? Like, you're, you're, you're a punk ass, you're a punk ass. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm fine with all of this as long as you put the effort in. No, I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm not done yet. Well, that sounds like a year to me, so I'm good. I'm not done yet. So, after Spring Nationals. What's the Spring Nationals? Texas? Texas. Okay, go ahead. After that. Speak up. Uh, I want to do area qualifiers and after area regionals. And if I make it out of regional, we're going back to Tennessee. No, I won't. Yes, we are. So, all right. There you go, people. Send help ASAP. I live in Asperia, California. Um, you can find me. Trust me. And uh, I'll be the depressed guy kicking around rocks around the house. Yep, that's me. Can't wait. Awesome. Good job, Aiden. Thank you. Uh, we'll see about all this. We'll we'll look into it. So sounds sounds like a good time, but sounds like a lot of work. But I'm not scared of work. But you can't be either. That's the that's the key thing here. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for our Loretta Lynn's podcast. Hand that back to mom. Um, what do you think, Heather? How was your? Uh, are you glad this is over with? You said you were sad. You said this is what happens. Okay, I wake up. <sighs> I'm a little sad. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a little bummed out today. Well, why? You know, what was your analogy? It's like, what? After, oh, the Olympic thing that you're talking about? Yeah, we were watching something last night about Olympics and athletes. And the one athlete made reference to someone telling him, after the Olympics, don't be surprised if you have the post-Olympic blues. And I feel like I kind of have, like, the post-Loretta blues. Like, it's over. Like, Thank God. Yes, I'm glad that it's over. Like now, it can we can relax and not be stressed. But it's, you can relax. It's just sad work. because this this whole experience, like it to me, just it flew by. Like I feel like we were just going to Paula, and yeah. now it's it's we've done Paula, we've done Washougal, we've gone to Colorado, Loretta's. Oh, what Aiden? I feel empty inside. Why? Why don't you have a new goal? Why do you feel empty? Like no, because we, we that's all we did was ride every day, and now I just feel like. Since there's like nothing Look, really, nothing stop. Like, I mean, I'm still riding every day. I don't know what you I know you're that, doing. but I just feel like, well, no, there's nothing big like really that much coming up. Well, no, you've got your the two stroke national. Look, you need to, to detach, get your shoulder because your shoulder popped out. We need to work on some of that, right? Yeah. So we got to get your strength up a little bit, okay? Yeah. And then we'll start training for your. And then it's not. National. It's to me like for me how I look at it. If I was you, I would be like, this is the start of what I need to do to be better. Yeah. This is just the start, right? You yeah. got a taste of what can happen and, and the joy that working hard and doing good can bring, but it's not a win. Nope. You haven't won yet. You haven't won yet. So we need to work towards that, right? Yes. And then, like I said, this is all something about life. You work towards a goal. You try to achieve it. If you have a job later on in life and you get a job, you need to work towards where you want to be in your job, right? Yes. When I started this whole Kiefer Inc. testing thing. I wanted to make sure to help people make it successful and make it approachable brand for people to come to. I'm working on that. 
I think it's it it has been successful, but that means you just don't sit on your ass. You keep working, right? Yes. So that's why I'm a part of Racer X. That's why I'm part of Pulp MX. That's why I have keyframe testing. I'm trying to brand myself around so people have every avenue to 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 make things better. That's what you need to do as as a person and as your a guy who's going to be racing, right? Yes. So there you have it. So mom has uh she's sad today. Yeah. Um it's like December 26th after you got all your presents, you have nothing to look forward to in life. So it's a depressing day in the Kiefer household. Nah. Not for me. I'm I'm today is like the first day like I'm glowing. Like I'm in the office today, I'm typing, I'm not riding a dirt bike today. Aiden, you know how many times I've heard that he's pissed excellence this morning? I've pissed excellence a few times today. Like I drink coffee. I say that's for the thirtieth time you said it. I drink coffee and it's just pissing excellence. I just it just keep coming. Um, I just give a little shout out to my trophy every time I walk by it. A little tip of the cap. Where are we gonna put that thing? I don't know. It's a big ass trophy. It is huge and it's heavy, and I love it. And I have a number one plate to to put up. I'm surprised you didn't have it in bed next to us. We're just gonna make sure that number one plate is available for Travis to see as he walks through the threshold of our house. I'm a Loretta Lynn's champion, Travis. You are not. Should I get a banner? God, I hope. I, what if he did win one and I'm just eating all these words? That would suck. Uh, ask Davey. Wouldn't Davey know? I can look. I can go back and look. Can and you see look? If well, we can just text him, too. That'd be that'd be great, too. Um. So, yeah. So, that's our Loretta Lynn's experience about the bikes. A little bit about what happened leading up to it. So, it's been a two-hour podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's been a little bit with the coffee with the Kiefer's. I could actually dive in more personal things, which we will might do a a C uh, WTK with Loretta's. We will do one. We'll dive in some more things that obviously we can't talk about now because Aiden is in the studio. Yep. But we will talk about that. We will go through that. Look over on PulpMX.com soon or RacerXOnline.com and give you a little bit more insight about Loretta Lynn's, what happened, and hey, that will be it. Yeah. did you tell Steve about the people we met in the river? Yes, I did. Okay. If you want to hear about the guy who thought Steve was a douchebag, you can listen to the, the, to the PulpMX, or actually say RacerX podcast over there up this week. That'll be up. That's a great story, by the way. That's funny. <laughs> it was a good um, time. So, yeah, thank you to everyone that has helped that has been there for us. We appreciate it. Thank you for supporting my advertisers. I should say our advertisers. Yes. Um, it helps us out. Again, we are here to push products that actually work, not just take money. Um, this is my motto. If it was up to Heather, I would take every every dime because we'll need it now. So, um, Aiden, do you have anybody that you would like to thank personally? That you maybe forgot to thank? I would like to thank Regis. We he- talked about Regis, yep. He gave, Covert Camera Vehicles on Instagram. What else? Uh, Chad at XPR. Chad at XPR. Fly Racing. Fly Racing. Roost. Roost MX. Pulp MX. Steve Mathis. Race Tech. Race Tech. Chris Riesenberg. Rob and Andrew. Paul Theed. Come on now. <laughs> and who else? Who else am I forgetting? There's a couple people in here that's pretty cool too, I think. Uh, 100%. 100% goggles, poor Rich Taylor, X-Brand goggles. You were X-Brand, now you're 100%. Uh, who else? Kenny at Alpine Stars. Kenny Day at Alpine Stars. He's a champion. He's a Loretta Lynn Kenny's champion. awesome. Tyler Intignap for helping you out. Tab. Tab. We Tab. call Tab Tyas Bitch. That's what we call them all or week. Bat. And then uh, Michael Essie for helping you. Yeah. Alex Mike. Ray for coming out. A-Ray. Who else? Um, the Pascals for letting us ride at their track. Yeah, thank you guys. Jackson, uh, Mikey talk, Sweeney, Matt Jackson. Sweeney, yeah. Brush MX, 
Our Colorado family is basically what we like to call it. Our, our second family. Shout out to Chris Dennison, Dirt Rider's own back in the day, is now a Colorado native. Congrats, Chris. I'm jealous. No, he's a resident. He's not a native. Anymore. That's what I'm saying. He's a resident. Well, he's a native and a resident. He was coming from there and he's moved back. So, awesome. So, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We'll be back next week with the standard testing protocol. Going to be on uh, 21 Husqvarna 450, 250, 350 KTMs. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff coming down the pipe. Even a 2021 YZ450F article. Going to be a little bit different. You can check that out over on pulpmx.com this week. Yes, the 2020 is the same. So I did some things. We're going to talk about my race bike a little bit or what would have been my 21 race bike if I was allowed to race it and what you guys can do to your 2020 versions. That will be up over on pulpmx.com. What else are you going to do, Aiden? You should type an article. That'd be great. I have typed an article. Yep. Good job on your podium speech, too, by the way. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Mom and I are very proud of you. Now let's put in some work, okay? Let's mow some lawns. Let's dial in our bikes. Go wash our bikes now. Go sweep the shop. Let's really focus in on some housework today. All right. All right. Well, this has been the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. Thank you guys for listening so much. We will see you guys next week.